does make the sound. All right, welcome back, everybody. You never heard that? No, I've never heard the sound. I must have been plugged into the wrong plugin. But welcome back, everybody. We are with you again this week. It's February eleventh, two thousand twenty-one. Kevin Broughton here, Levi Novacic. We're at Peace Grenades World Headquarters in Roseau, Minnesota, Studio C. How's everybody doing tonight? Everybody, I mean Levi. We're good. Uh, been busy. We. But we we had a week and a half off here. Yeah, we've been slacking. Yeah, it's not that we're running out of content. We're just uh, just getting busy, I guess. I've been out of town for out of the last probably ten days. I've been out of town. I don't know eight of them at least. Um, and I don't, I yeah. sure as hell ain't gonna do this over the phone. That, yeah, that, that would suck. A, I don't want to do it. it I, I mean, we could do it over the phone, but it just isn't the same. Yeah, but um, the cool thing is. Like, when I got back, Teal, she was, like, uh, going to go over to my aunt and uncle's with the kids, and they had a family night set up, and I was like, oh, I better go over there, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like, well, don't you have to do the podcast? Yeah, that I'm like, way, yeah, way yeah, to you go, know, Teal. Daddy got to go to work, you know? <laughs> <laughs> don't you got to do the podcast? Daddy got to go to work. Good thing you got a wife to remind you of your responsibilities. No, no, I just thought it was thoughtful of her to, uh, she knows we like to do it. Yeah. I got yeah. a new listener today, too. You got one? I'm going to put a plug. Yeah, it's just a guy that... Um, Who you got? I had a company truck sitting over at my lot for about the last four months. We had it through like a leasing company. And this guy showed up from like South Texas. With, he was like one of them hotshot drivers. Hotshot drivers? Yeah, like, like the Dodge Dooley with oh. the, with the uh, gooseneck trailer. They just haul like random shit around the country. Oh. And he just showed up. Just He's just a, a guy they hired. He works for like a logistics company that they just move shit around. Yeah, wasn't there a reality TV show yeah, like that, dude. Big Haulers or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, they, they bid on loads, and yeah. then they get them. And, and anyways, uh, and he was cooler than shit. He was from South Texas. He actually likes it up here. Um, I wouldn't if I was from South he's Texas. He's been up here before? This was yeah, his he, first time. Yeah, he's done the North Dakota stuff in the oil fields back when it was booming. He did the, the hauling up there. and But uh, I don't know. He wanted to fly his drone and stuff, but I told him. He goes, I want to get some shots of the snow. I, I said, man, you got to remember your drone battery is only going to last about three minutes in this shit. Yeah, but it tells you how long. You yeah, got, I know. You know I know. Longer. I don't know if you ever got it up. They got a Facebook page. I can't remember what it is. But anyway, shout out to him. He's probably driving on the road right now. He, yeah. he texted me that he was listening to the podcast. Nice. So he's a cool dude. Nice. Way to go. Um, like that. We got some Texas. Yep. So in other news, um, we got we got some pretty cold temperatures. Oh, man. That's about it. Or up here, everybody's uh, unhappy with the temperatures up here. From we were kind of spoiled for the beginning of the winter up in northern Minnesota. Here what was, was it twenties every day. Yeah, I mean, if it's above freezing or definitely above ten degrees, it's fe- you're feeling pretty good. And yeah, all of January was like that, and some twenties, and even into some low thirties some days. And it was just we were laughing, but you know that. It's going to balance itself out, and we're going to get I a cold know. stretch, and now it's been a week of... Uh, you wake up, it's 30 below every yeah. morning without the wind chill. My my pickup only registers like to 22 below, and it's been reading 22 below pretty often. Yeah. I don't yep. know why it won't go to 23 below, why they couldn't figure that out in the programming, but... The other morning, I, I, I don't remember what morning, I woke up in Bemidji just south of where we live here, and... At my boss's house, I got in the pickup. It was like thirty-two below. It said on the mm. on the deal, you know, on the thing on the truck. So anyway, um, not cool. There's a lot of work guys out working in this stuff right now, and uh, you know, I I've actually been working in it too a little bit, but I mean, not like some of the guys that are out digging and 
you know, doing what they do for the for the company we work for. But that sounds like the stupidest thing you could do. It's right been now br- it's been brutal. And try to dig holes, but yeah, it's been brutal. It's some of that stuff we have to do because it's the the less amount of environmental damage in the winter because of it's so frozen. Yeah, you can get out there and cruise around through the yeah. swamp and whatever. Without it's getting it's stuck helped or... us a lot the the frozen stuff, but it, it, you know it's also a huge hindrance. Like I noticed, number one, how fuel. do you how do you dig in the frost? Do you put um, big torches and heat the area with like, charcoal, or we what? had one that we had to put for, uh, a what do they call it a ground thaw unit? Yeah, where they have hoses, hoses, hoses and then you put concrete blank- Yeah, and then you put concrete blankets over it. We let it run for like four days. Mm-hmm. It was right in the middle of a road. We had to dig it up. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was, it was, it's been good. It's been good. We, no, it sucks. Everybody's hanging in there. The winter sucks. I came in the other it day sucks. and opened up the back and I could hear water spraying in the back of my store here. And it's like, oh. Could you really? No. Yeah. When dude, was this? Just uh, Monday. You had a broken water line back here? Yeah. I had a broken my, uh, so I've got a couple overhead doors on the end of my building and a big garage there and there's got a heater that hangs up in the corner that usually the thermostat set you know like 45 just to keep some heat in there but it had quit over the weekend i don't know it was kind of janky thermostat hanging from a wire (laughs) janky (laughs) yeah it's my fault i i meant to fix it i even had a new thermostat sitting there on the floor and i was gonna do it last week and i forgot and or put it off and then it got so cold back there that it froze one of the pipes in the walls and was spraying it out. did huh yeah was, god i came here it's like oh fuck. was it in the morning when you got here as you hear yeah open the door and just hear water spraying and look in the back and there's like an inch of water on the floor in the back of the shop and did you like, have to shut the main off then to the building yeah i just had to, but i didn't i panicked right away i like opened up the back door to the garage and try to like it's dark i gotta go flip take about six steps around the door to turned the light on and didn't realize that it was just glare ice back there and i wiped out no you did oh dude i i don't know it was probably like the guys in home alone you know i was just thinking the trap what do they call them the, the fucking something bandits the sticky bandits <laughs> i do in the second one they're like the sticky bandits yeah but yeah he steps in the green slime or on the ice and feet go up i swear i pulled a muscle I, oh man i if if i had a camera back there it'd be pretty comical to see that high kick or whatever ninja move i threw when i my hat flew off my sunglasses flew off and i landed in the water in the ice back there and i called my landlord i'm like oh i got a i got a pipe that blew up back here he's like well did you shut the water off i'm like oh shit yeah i can go do that that's no were you able to find the shut off right away the valve's right by my water heater but i I just should have did that first thing when i came in but i just went back there. that's a good way to start the week so uh, yeah, it's not the way you want to start the week. You're ripping the carpet up out of the office and moving the desk and everything out of there. Uh, yeah, the cold's minus hard on everyone. To minus forty, not it's, my cup of tea. Yeah, not me neither. I mean, everything you do is everything we do. We hauled a piece of equipment yesterday. We started it at the shop. We hauled it like an hour south and got there, and it was off. It, it just shut off. <laughs> it's like gelled up just on the trailer running. You know, yeah. it just froze up. Yeah. So we had to like, you know, every every single thing you do, you think you're going to do, you're not doing it. You're going to be <laughs> fighting it every ounce of the way. Yeah, it sucks to work in this in this weather. I mean, I love the winter. I love Minnesota. I love the four seasons we have in the upper Midwest, but uh, not 
not quite this stretch. The this cold stretch we seem to get for a month or so every winter is not ideal. We give me that uh, t- twenty five degrees out. Yeah, I agree. Love we uh, then I love it. We um, we definitely. I'm glad we didn't plan our winter camping trip on this week because we'd have froze to death out there. Yeah, that winter camping trip that hasn't happened was definitely not gonna if it stays like this i'm so. looking more for like the 25 to 35 degree 25 to 35 degree weather <laughs> clear skies <laughs> you know no you are overcast overcast keeps it keeps the heat keeps the heat, heat calories in. yeah but yeah if we're camping we want a clear night so yeah it's who been, knows it's been cold that's ever gonna happen i i i looked i did do some research and looked at some tents and a little bit of equipment we would need and a, a auger for you know, drilling through the ice at manual hand auger. And Can we get... Um, I decided on just buying some more functional stuff for my business instead of... I know. <laughs> instead I know, of I, diving into a new adventure. I, I've got a shit ton of Cabela's points. I got like five or $600 in Cabela's points. But oh. the problem is Cabela's sells a bunch of sh- junk. Shit. You said that last time. They said, well, yeah. all right, whatever. I'll give you... Uh, I'll give you four hundred for your five hundred dollars of Cabela's. You know, you want to do something like that? I know. I think the main thing is sleeping bags. <laughs> honestly, I mean, if you have a good sleeping bag, you don't even need a tent. Wow, I I'm bet serious. You do. Oh, I bet you do out there. You want the snow off you? Yeah, I mean, you're probably. It's nice to take your boots off and get in your sleeping bag, and then have your boots in a tent. Otherwise, they're just laying next to you, getting, <laughs> getting filled with snow. Yeah, maybe. It makes for a miserable day the next just day. Just get a big sleeping bag, like all three of ours zip together and make a big taco. <laughs> you know? Do they make them like that? You can go zipper, 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 zipper and make a big gunny sack, a big potato sack with three lumps in it. <laughs> Who farted? <laughs> Uh, potatoes. <laughs> Speaking of potato sacks, say, <laughs> didn't you guys start playing hockey already? No. What does that have to do with potato sacks? <laughs> Speaking I of potato know, sacks, dude. didn't you guys start? I've been playing? just chomping at the bit for, to bring up hockey. Oh, for sure. We started skating old timers <laughs> hockey up here. Um, Beer league hockey. Yeah, just the other day. Uh, Monday was our first and. Yeah, yesterday, Wednesday was the second. It was pretty fun. You pull any muscles? No, I didn't pull any muscles. I I thought I I couldn't think of how my leg was sore on Monday, but then I finally realized I did that high kick off the ice in the back of the shop in the morning, and I pulled something. <laughs> Definitely wasn't it wasn't yeah, it wasn't from playing hockey or actually do. I couldn't think of anything physical I did in the last couple days that would have hurt my leg. It was funny when I talked to you on the that phone. ninja move. It was funny when I talked to you on the phone earlier this week. I said, "How was hockey?" You said, "I don't know." We could sure use a couple more numbers. I was so fucking tired out there, I could see stars. <laughs> oh, man, I could. I, we only had one extra guy on the bench. We only had four guys on our team, so we played three on three. That's a and, bad deal. Oh, boy. I, Maybe it wasn't you that I was talking to, but I was talking to somebody else, and he said, yeah, I could see stars. And then he said, you can taste the iron in your breath, like the blood in your lungs coagulating. Oh, geez, I haven't heard that one. I didn't say that, but I could definitely see stars. I must have tried to give her a little bit too much on my first shift of the season. And Oh, man. You realize by, how by out of second, shape you are. Yeah, by the second when my breath couldn't keep up to my body, I... <laughs> Oh man, it's I, frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't get enough air, and I remember going to the box and telling the kid, "You don't have to go out, but I'm, 
I'm definitely sitting down here. <laughs> we'll go shorthanded. We, okay. we did. We let him go shorthanded three on two for a little while <laughs> because he had just got off too, and I was like, I don't care. I can't. I can't skate anymore it's, right now. You know now. what's bad when you pretty and then much I paced myself a little better after that. And you know what's bad when you got to like just push yourself just to stay out there. It was funny. A, a couple of your buddies stayed late. I swear and skated. A, like conditioning after they on did Wednesday, not. yeah, they did. They did some down and backs, and uh, <laughs> for dumb. <laughs> I thought it was pretty hilarious. They came in. I said, "Do you guys really just do some conditioning?" Yeah, did a couple of these drills, and I think whatever. I guess. Hey, and he said, and then we were chatting in the locker room just about you know how bad it is that it is such a workout for for a good handful of us these days not everybody but just to get out there for an hour and and fuck around i know <laughs> we're not really trying but everybody's still got a little bit of that competitiveness in them where they want it they always want to try to push it a little bit and a little bit and it seems like every year just, every year older you get yeah you lose just a little you still want to be competitive but you're physically you just lose a little slice of <laughs> Every year, it's like they're. It's like it's like nature's chipping away at you. Yeah, but I I don't think you have to let it. There's some pretty, Yarma. pretty What's old dudes that are pretty fit compared to myself at Yager? 34. Yarmer Yager, yeah, he's like 43, 40, isn't he? He's probably like 45, playing in the K in Russia. I think. God, now. he played with your dad. You know, I mean, I maybe did. He didn't play. Dude, he's been team. in the NHL yeah, since yeah. the 90s. Yeah, they never played together, but. No, yeah, that's what I mean, time. though. He's the, kind of the same generation. Yeah, absolutely. There's not... <laughs> yeah. Dude, he looks like he's... Like, if you look at a picture of him online, he looks like he's, like, 29 years old. You no, know? he doesn't. He's gray now. He's got the he's got the touch of gray in his long, curly hair. Kind of like I a... I mean, he used like to a have hair halfway down his back, like Troy Polamalu or whatever from the Steelers. Yeah, and sweet. He probably had... Uh, Yager had the round helmet and the... Oh, man. The old, nasty, greased-up flow. Um, but he was good. Speaking of old legends, um, you know, getting gray. Have you seen Ovechkin lately? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty. He gray looks pretty up nasty. Top, yeah, for sure. He's gray young. That, it's funny. I, I've only got a couple gray hairs. I'm 34 years old, but uh, I've got a couple buddies. I know. I know a kid in town here that um, he's probably 30 years old. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> Probably half gray, and I'm just like, wow, that sucks. But yeah, you look sophisticated. Yeah, you do. You look pretty good. You know, I mean, you look sophisticated. Yeah, that yeah. touch of gray. Yeah, try to get on that commercial. Yeah, what is it? Say, I don't know something. Is it a Gillette commercial? Pretty much same level, same level. Some old swanky dude. And yeah, looking way too sharp, way too fit. So what do we? What do we? Um, is there anything we need to cover in? The technology world as far as um i've been listening to tidbits little tidbits of some shenanigans um put on by elon musk he's been investing pretty heavily in uh have you been listening to that no he's been investing investing and trying to promote investing into bitcoin and oh, i'm well yeah he just bought a bunch of it or yeah something, you heard about that he? yeah. well he's he he's like one of the first uh billionaires or whatever to put it on his books right so yeah he, so he bought he actually he's what, listing what do you say? it as he, an asset yeah, his company. Yeah. Um, so, and he's, but Elon Musk has really raised some eyebrows lately. I think he's raised eyebrows for many years, right? He's just always. Is that kind of what he likes to do, you think? Of course, that's what he likes to do. He's always ahead of the curve, man. Somebody, he's pushing. He's pushing the ball, and everybody else is chasing it. 
But he's also the one that came out and said two weeks ago that there's we do not have enough electricity to to make what people want to do right now. Like it's not even feasible. He came out and said that, which a lot of you know ener- or green energy people didn't like. But I don't to you know, do what? What do you mean to do? Well, what for like electric, he said he said electric vehicles. Oh yeah, for sure. There's not even charging stations, but they ha- that infrastructure has to get there. As more as more options come for the electric vehicles, I was watching a show the other day that talked about like the six models of EVs or electric vehicles that are sold in the United States, and that in Europe there's up to like 32 different models they've got to pick up. They've got an SUV. They've got, well, I mean, we've got little cars, you know. Um, so well, yeah, that they said they said they got to get that. The United States has to get that, and and. Uh, and the charging stations and stuff like that will grow and the infrastructure will grow as but but the electric vehicle market isn't going to grow if you don't give the customers more options to buy well, put, to buy what they like not only that is like you need to have you need to market your electrical vehicles in areas where you it's feasible like yeah, well, they're, they're not have to build infrastructure all over the place they're like, not like ele- i don't think electric don't vehicles are feasible here at all uh, can uh, you imagine what this cold would do to an electrical vehicle i don't know i mean it'd probably be fine i'm sure you could insulate well around your battery and it wouldn't maybe you couldn't maybe if you spent 87 to a hundred thousand dollars on your electric vehicle you probably wouldn't leave it out in the 40 below temperature you would probably park it in your garage at night if you had a garage you have a garage if you're buying a hundred thousand dollar electric vehicle Uh, if you don't you deserve for it to freeze park next to your trailer house you know fuck be a little rational. Your electrically powered trailer. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if you, I, I'm sure there's some way to combat that. They are all over in Norway, Sweden, you know, the northern European countries. So, I mean, they are cold also. I, so I so get this. <laughs> speaking of energy, I, I don't have the answer. Speaking of energy, that, I've got. I so I saw a video. It's very simple video on YouTube the other night. This guy had, I don't know what the guy's name was or what he was doing. It just I just stumbled across it because YouTube and your phone and shit uses algorithms to listen to you. And, yeah. and So anyways, this guy had, he, had, he must have had these custom magnets made. Mm-hmm. And it was just small little scale um, experiments he was doing. I watched this. And he too. had those balls, those yeah, steel balls. The balls. You watched that, dude? <laughs> I can't believe that. So what is dude, going on? How come we got the same... Algorithms going on on our phones. Did you just watch it not that long ago? Yeah, like last week. Yeah, so that's he's sticking all the magnets and yeah, using he's the like power <laughs> from the magnets. <laughs> yeah, and he's like got this big fucking slicer for the magnets. Yeah, looks like a chop saw, but he's not chopping them. But he's like to he break them apart. Yeah, they stick together so hard. So he uses like a two by four on like a hinge that he made to like slice his magnets apart. <laughs> and dude, you laugh at me, but I honestly think there's more technology in that no, video. There is, there is. I mean, that I, that is what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So there, yeah, we. You know what? I mean. I did speak with uh, an old physics teacher of ours, and he said he would be willing to come on here and chat a little bit about it. And he's got, you know, we'll have to try to get him on here well, next we, week. We might need to shoot for I need to be a able Sunday. To schedule, yeah, we need to schedule you so you can yeah, be I here know. and chat with him. I know. Otherwise, I'll do it next week without chat, I guess. Well, you could do it. You know, you yeah, could do it. Absolutely, I could. But yeah, Welcome you, to Science Hour. Yeah, with Bill. <laughs> NPR. Bill, Bill Nye. Yeah. So... Um, um, yeah, so that was the stuff. That is the technology 
That's not even technology. That's ancient stuff. But so, we, if we could harness the power of that magnetic pull. Now, I know it takes, you know, I know it. there's naysayers. So I, I do realize that it does take equipment and manpower and resources to get the, the minerals and stuff for magnets and, and stuff yeah. like that. Okay, I, yeah. I realize that. But, like, that is the kind of technology that I'm talking about. Now, when we talk about magnetic force, it, it, that does, it also is along the same I guess theory is electricity of electric. Y- you know, motors are use magnets. They use not magnets. It's it's kind of like a. It's it's hard to explain, but it, like it's a copper coil and a kind of yeah yeah exactly with brushes and you know it uses the magnetic charge or no, current. I don't know exactly. It, how u- motor it uses a current to create a field in between the armature and the coils, and then it makes it spin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of the same. But it's the same thing they do in, in the, uh, the particle collider in Switzerland. It's it's powered by magnets, huge magnets, 15, 20 feet long, sometimes 30 feet long. And that rail gun we were yep. talking about that the military had, that's a magnet. That was charge, along the it? same lines as the rail gun. Yeah. It yeah, was what you magnets, saw. Yeah. yeah. A really, really simple version of it. Um, so. Yeah, this guy was just using uh, magnets and like a little, uh, little log chute to take. Like Use energy and show the force that yep, he could make. Yep, he had like a marble at the end of it, and he would just drop a magnet, and it would just shoot down that little track and hit the marble, and it'd send it flying like a little projectile. <laughs> he was knocking button. a styrofoam box and shit yeah. over with Aiming it. Aiming it. It's like, uh, <laughs> what's the football, where you where you fuck a paper football, where you fold the little piece of paper in a triangle or whatever and yeah, put and then your you fingers <laughs> up? Like, he was kind of doing that. Yeah, like, he was doing that, but... Trying it, to shoot his little catapults into your coffee cup. and But, shit. but you know, here's the thing. It probably took a little bit of science and a little bit of, well, you know, because he had different size magnets to create yeah. that field. Yeah. So I, I want to chat more about, you know, uh, technology, the en- technology for our energy department and how we can store it. Like, you know, solar, um, solar, people have issues with solar because, uh, you know, the sun doesn't shine at night. And so I was doing a little research and watching uh, watching a video and read on some it's like hydroelectric like storage pools they do now or are looking into I think there's a handful of we're them not out talking there. water are we yeah we're talking water so throughout the day like and like a closed loop also like once you have the water in the system so instead of having a dam on a river and it's flowing one way and always flowing one way and making power you wouldn't have to dam the river you could use a big hill and litter or like a water tower and so what they do it's it's a way to store the solar energy and use it at night and so they would pump with during the day when the solar's when making, they have power they yeah, would pump the, the water yeah, up to an elevation yeah pumped up to a higher elevation and then at night when the solar when the sun isn't shining they release that water and actually the pump that pumps it up switches gears and then becomes a turbine mm-hmm. for charging. So I thought about that a long time ago, and I'm not super kidding. Super clever. I mean, Do you know what I was and doing? then you don't need more water, and you don't need to fuck up rivers with dams. And So another thing that I was... You could do smaller systems all over the place. One thing that I don't know why they don't do more of is do that with uh, tide, with ocean tides and waves. Is create energy off open. T- oh, that's I, huge energy, dude. I've seen some some experimental things they've had where they anchor them to the seafloor and they use the currents and it spins it like a wind turbine or something. I think the problem they have with that stuff is corrosion. 
oh, with a lot sure. of that. I'm sure. Yeah, it's like anything, any locks and dams that are on the river. Well, and then the salt water is terrible. Salt water eats it away. And, but So, I mean, it's neat that they have these, but, uh, yeah, we got to figure it out a little more and push a little more, and they got to do a little more research in them. But I, I really like that field of trying to figure out, instead of batteries, how else can we store uh, you know, potential energy. potential energy. You know, turn it. What's kinetic moving energy to back to potential and then back to kinetic, or however that. That's kind of like um these some of these ele- hybrid vehicles. Or how it could be like a weight, like instead of water, it could crank up like a huge weight up. You know, that's got a that's got a hundred feet during the day. That's got a rotor on it. That's yeah, been something the, and yeah. and yeah, it, as the power starts waning in the evening, all of a sudden that weight starts pulling back down and. And the gears switch and and it starts making power. I I th- um I think that's a really good idea. You know, a lot of the American manufacturers on these hybrid pickups and cars, they put instead of using they have brakes on them, but they also use little generators on each wheel. What? Yeah, you didn't know that. So no, they I actually don't know that. so they actually they've got them. Pro- it's a lot of programming though. That's the problem. A uh, lot of programming issues. I, not because even with electrical ve- vehicles, with every vehicle now, I heard that there's oh super oh what a damn it, I don't even know what they're called. Little chips for computers and stuff, and they said it takes like, or not like su- superconductor or something, but it, they said like the average vehicle takes over a hundred of them now for all the different computerized oh, yeah. programs, yep, yep. and so, so they want to be able to use the brakes, but you're not. Instead of wasting brake pads and consumables on your brakes, yeah, they want to be able to harness the inertia of your vehicle. So essentially, oh, yeah, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, they're like reverse generators. Yeah, yeah. So when you hit your brakes, you charge you're charging up. your system. Yeah, you're, so you're using the energy from your vehicle as you stop at a stoplight or on the highway. If you stop, you actually have generators on all four or two of your so axles. If your EV runs out of juice, yep. On a road trip. Yep. You can wave some money out the window to a whistling diesel. And he'll drag you down. <laughs> he'll drag you down the road, and if you hold on the brakes, he'll charge you. Yeah. He'll I mean, charge that, you up, and he can pull you for like 20 miles. And he'll roll coal. Yeah, he'll just be rolling coal into your EV <laughs> while it's charging, I mean, and then that, let you loose, and you'll, that, and you'll pass him again. That t- <laughs> and then he'll pass and then you he'll, three hours then later. He'll three hours later, he'll charge you up again. So that is that has been that's out for pre- a while. That's pretty neat. That's now that's... I don't know how advanced or how many vehicles have it. I just know it's out there. I saw it a while back. Yeah. I thought it was pretty inventive. Yeah, somebody thought, hey, that's not harness the power. Try get that yeah. energy instead of leave, leave it as heat, melting brake pads, melting brake pads, rotors, whatever you know. And then yeah. it takes a lot of resources to you know to keep. The, course there is brake pad industry probably try take your car up to goodyear and have them work on the generators on your I front know, wheels right. <laughs> i could about imagine <laughs> on your front brakes and the guy's standing there smoking a cigarette just staring at your fucking car generators. on the lift going what what's yeah, a generator what this thing i don't even know yeah i quit <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I know, dude. It's it's a but long no, it'll be a whole new field. They'll they'll have shops, you know, that for those vehicles. Just yeah, and like they do now for. There's another thing too, like construction equipment. Um, they've got. I saw I was out on a job probably five years ago. I maybe have mentioned this before, but there was a 
I, it's kind of to me. It's kind of the regen guy. That, no, it's the hor- It's kind of what comes first, though. The chicken or the egg, though, you know. So what I saw was a is a caterpillar dozer, bulldozer, and um, but it didn't have the high big tracks like, like what you see on a typical piece of uh, construction equipment, like the like the new yeah. dozers. It had it looked like the older track design from back in the seventies and stuff. So I asked the operator, and and it was weird because he was always like revved wide open. Like I was like most guys you see are like throttling up and down and, yep. and you know doing their thing i said why well, that thing is weird what is up with it he said it's electric i said yeah but it's still got a f- freaking motor and i can see it. it's revving and running he goes it's just i it's only on demand only so this thing is powered 100 percent by a diesel motor but everything i do is powered by a huge like a locomotive electric engine so hmm. they claim that it can be more efficient because it only uses the engine when it needs to you know what i'm saying so i i don't know how many they sold or what the deal was with it but it was at least people trying to be a little more innovative i don't get it so there's I, always a generator run i think one charged I, I think one part of that is when you put an electric motor in something you can have infinitely infinite infinity infinite infinite variable speeds number one number two is you eliminate drivetrain right oils oh, clutches instead of having gears and five so, speeds yes you can just go so you could you have want. two yeah. drives on each axle i know we're getting kind of mechanical here yeah and, and brats understands it somewhat so um you have two drives with no essentially no maybe there is maybe it's like some a little bit of lubrication in there but yeah essentially you're eliminating petroleum products by chance maybe um so many moving parts yes exactly so many moving parts so all you're really down to is a generator yeah you're down to a generator and drives you know yeah so they've got to have a little lube but it can be all self-contained maybe or something yeah so i mean it seemed innovative to me it was cool yeah you know uh you know it's probably a tough sell for the industry and And i can't imagine what it cost you know i mean it was probably pretty high dollar but you'll you'll remember that like 30 years from now and go I remember the first time yeah. I saw one of these things, and now our whole company has to use yep. them. And trains, you know what I mean? And trains are, have been using that method of uh, power delivery for a long time. They, it's a big generator with electric. Trains? That's what they are. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah, so that's they what they are. So they get all revved up, and they sit there all revved up, and then, and then not until they hit go, the engineer comes up and pushes the throttle, then it, it makes uses, a connection and yep, it uses, takes off. Most of them, I believe, are electric generators essentially and then and then the diesel engine really revs up to to maintain supply that power and then as it need as needed a lot of that stuff is computer controlled now so it's just everything's computer controlled just like the tractor i have now a couple of them it just revs up when it needs power yeah so there is there is technology and if they can adapt that technology and keep moving on it you know but it, it costs a lot of money to 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 upgrade and modernize people's fleets too, like business owners. Yeah. Yeah. But and if it, it costs money, somebody's making money. I wish that, I really you know? wish that the, I wish that the, I wish like, you know, you know, I'm a conservative, but I'm not even going to get into politics, but I really wish that there'd be a, some genuine, um, you know, politicians out there or people that, you know, make laws or write laws or whatever. I really wish they'd focus on incentivizing people instead of just demanding and making making laws saying you have to be green by 2020. Let's I wish they would incentivize private business owners and private people to make these moves. Yeah, that's a whole nother can of worms because you got some people that don't feel like that and 
and their I think and their if, elected officials are trying to trying to please them too. I so. think if I think if it was I think if everybody realized that you know number one is the it's it's changed so much tenfold in the last twenty years. Well, um, I'll tell you this. I had a great grandma that lived from 1898 to 2001. She was 103. She lived in 1800s, 1900s, 2000s. Imagine what she saw for the transformation of technology, you know? And and now they say that it compounds so much well, faster. Well, it snowballs, the technology. That are, that are, yeah, we're just moving so much faster with innovation and stuff that, I mean, if I happen to live close to that old i i don't i seriously don't know what what we'll see because now we're people are just used to like talking in their living room to a freaking alexa and it and it closes your garage and turns down your furnace and dims the lights and it's like this how's this normal now this was fucking science fiction a few years ago yeah and you know and i i'm i think that you know, in the in this, you know, number one is the United States. I don't care what anybody says. We can say what we want about Sweden, Norway, and all these European countries. That <laughs> I, yeah. I I think we have happier people. I I wouldn't say they're happier. Um, well, number one is it's it, they have less population. You yeah, know. I just think that like uh, I don't know who does the surveys, but per capita, yeah, they seem to be generally. Happier it's just that every country, every country, every country kind of has their own culture, right? Of course. And we don't, I don't think that we necessarily need to be like anybody else. Yeah. I, but I think and we, we aren't. I think we have to have our own signatory style, you know, which Americans have always which had this kind of <laughs> loose, you know, civil liberty ish, you know, style, which we do, which we've got, you uh, know. I don't know. I but mean, at the same want to be. Uh, free everybody's free but nobody realizes that we're not not fucking free you never have been no and but and and for i sure you do you. have plenty more freedoms than than some countries and you always have that to fall back on like well you could be in uh, communist russia right now and it's like what no that doesn't exist anymore but well it does it does know. exist i just yeah, talked to does, a russian guy I just I talked did. to a Russian yesterday. Tell no, me all I about communism. Well, he was actually Ukrainian. Well, I mean, I I think that yeah, for sure, communism he fell, was, but he it's was like still scared. a corrupt com- country. I think it that is. the I, th- I haven't watched the news, but I think that the only person that ran against Putin in the last election, <laughs> like first he went to jail. I'm pretty sure he just got killed the other day, but I, he was he was like the, he was ah man, I should do a little research but yeah really high know up. what you're and saying he had enough swing that he had the balls to actually like put out political ads and try to run against putin and then something happened he fucking vanished right wa- before dude, the gotta, election or dude. something and it's like oh weird he went on vacation and quit everything he just spent his life savings trying to change you you gotta watch like <laughs> so, if you, yeah if you get time watch some youtube videos on like documentaries on on that guy because he was like he's he's like a he started out in the kgb and shit yeah you know like he must have had to have enough swing in russia to be like damn to, i mean well, he, he must was, have some balls and a little bit of backing to take on a dictator that's I know been that, there for I know that organized crime is is really really big over there like, oh for sure you know like the the Russian mob and shit KGB yeah like they run it you know so for sure but you know I'm I guess I wouldn't compare ourselves 
to Russia. No, but I mean, there's you just such always a- got. I'm just trying to find a scenario where, like, yeah, for sure, we have plenty more freedoms than some some countries out there. Um, I think our mindset is but, is way too relaxed. Like, if you think about what Russia's been through in the last hundred years, you know, their mindset is fight or flight. Like that's that's why they have that 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 style of governing, and that's why they they are the way they are in that country. Um, I wouldn't say all their citizens probably support their behavior, their government's behavior. I doubt that. I doubt that even close to a majority do, but they can't win. No, they <laughs> Who can't. Who has the balls to? No, they can't. Know? And another thing is, you know, if you ever look watch history on like World War Two, they got just raked over the coals in World War Two. You know, I mean, they really did, and like stabbed in the back because they were supposed to kind of have a little bit of an alliance with Hitler. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, and they and they Hitler then decided that. He wanted to have them too. That he wanted to have Russia too. You yeah. Know? Well, he wanted everything. Yeah. And so, anyways, known that. So then, and then everybody's kind of hated Russia because they've always tried to advance their defense and their weaponry. They're always top secret. They yep. just want to be number one, and we want to be number one. Yep. And so they were always kind of competing. The contender, the closest. So we're the top two countries, and who's to say who's more secretive? We think that Russia's like super secretive because we watch James Bond movies or something. And they probably think the exact same thing. They like, probably have Russian. They probably know, think America is so secretive. They probably they have all vo- this technology. They probably have a movie about. series out named Vladimir Bond. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but anyways, no yeah, Bond it's, is. But it's weird how we not get this even American. But. I know it's weird how we get this um, persona of ourselves and how we see ourselves in the world. Like, I I, I always try to. You try to. You need to. People need to humble themselves a little bit and remember they're not they're think, not as significant as they think. Like I we're think not the United States realizes that after after some wars and they're like, Oh shit, maybe we didn't need to step in and it's like we always assume that that country really wants us to come, but Yeah. Did and, they? And politics is such a big driver too, like some I don't know. If you, I just I, I went on a kick here about two months ago where I was every night I was watching documentaries and it just now that I I guess I understand when I was younger, I didn't really understand world geography. Mm-hmm. And now that I have traveled the world and been around and I kind of know where these countries are and I know the terrain and whatever, the layout of Europe and stuff. Yeah. I, I, it just amazes me the shit that people did or the stuff that people have done in the past or even just Russia going into Ukraine. What was it? Five, six years ago. No, and they didn't. Russia? Yeah, remember? It's just oh like, my God, dude. no, we didn't take them over. Well, your troops are in the streets. No, they're not. He was acting like Donald. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, it was probably worse than that. He it was, was like, worse than that, but it's like, uh, dude, you just took over this country. No, we didn't. And it, it was just like a five-year-old kid, like, nope, nope, nope. He wouldn't even have a press nope, conference about it, you know? Nope. And I think you got, and then you have all this old blood with all these European countries like Georgia and... Once again, Ukraine, um, you start to do a little research and it's actually very confusing because it's been, <laughs> yeah, hand- I don't know. It's because they've been sovereign, they've been sovereign for 10 years and then some other guy they liked took over Russia maybe. And then, and then they got back with them. It's like a bad boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. It's, they're bad. They're, they are unstable governments, obviously, yeah. you know? And I don't like, to, I, I wish the world wasn't like that, but it, I think you know, it'll probably always be like that. You know, it's it's tribalism at its best, you know. Uh, yeah, you'll get it to some extent. But I think we'll be able to level level it off and, and, and you know, 
as people become a little more understanding and a little bit more um, humane with each other, and well, one thing then that maybe maybe we'll get some language learning software so we'll be able to speak with one other th- countries instead well, of just go. I bet that's what they want. Well, so in my point of view, I one thing that Donald Trump's presidency taught me was. I, you think I always thought about how does the rest of the world view us? Like, do they think he's some kind of joker? Well, he was tough on some countries, like China. He was really hard on them. And every bit of news that I get out of China, whether it's CNN or Fox or whoever, they're always talking shit about China, right? Like, they're just because China's now considering taking back over Taiwan. Like, they want it to be part of the republic. Like they want to go into Taiwan and they want it back because they had it at one time. It was called the People's Republic of China. Well, they're always portraying, but I always wonder, I'm like, is this guy, if I sat in the same room as him, what is he like? I want to know what this guy's like. Like Jinping or whatever they call him is yeah. his name. I, I want to know. I want to get Jinping. to the bottom of this guy. You know I what I'm saying? Like care. this, he, but to me, I drive down the road because I listen to a lot of news. <laughs> and, and and I just I think to myself, is this guy really who they portray him to be? Or are they trying to fool us? You know what I'm saying? Like, are they trying to fool us? I don't know what are they trying what to get they're s- even saying or what are they trying, trying to, to. Well, but, they're they're saying like. I mean, he's not Kim Jong Un. Well, that's another thing. Are they him. trying to are they trying to sway us about him? Jim, or you know what knows? I'm saying? Kim well, Jong Un. You're never going to be able to do the research yourself. You're going to have to take somebody else's word for it. Whatever news, and and obviously you're going to have to. Some take form an opinion. Uh, I wait guess. a bit of that news with like uh, spoonfuls of salt, not a fucking grain of salt. Like like a big jug of Morton salt and open the top and dump it in your face as you're listening to the news, because it ain't. They don't. They don't know what they're talking about either. They're taking a tiny snippet of one part of one story and running with it and forming a narrative on it. And and then and then you know how you like, don't know what's and then you know on. how like we say. You know, if we get a guy elected that we don't like as president, like Trump or whoever, like where you don't like Biden or whatever, and he's just a fucking puppet, right? That's what they say. He's a puppet. To an know. extent, he is a puppet. Well, right. He's so supposed, there's checks and balances, but right. So, so then I'm like, well, what if the Chinese people think their fucking guy is just a puppet too? What if there's a whole bunch of Chinese people and it's not just him that are fucking trying to take over the U? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we don't know. I don't know. I'm just we curious can't figure about out our own government, let alone start. Wondering about others. Well, yeah. So, you know, and it's like China has a big military power. Russia has a big military power. It's like, you know, well, is there military law? You know, it just makes you wonder. I want to do research. I just wish like aliens would attack us like Independence Day or something so that we'd be like, okay, we all just use our power together. Russia, China, and the U.S. Humans, humanity, Earth, all of us. However, can we, can our scientists like communicate with each other for a week or a can month? Can we just get our, all of our Navy fleets together and launch nuclear weapons into space? I mean, if that's what happens, <laughs> I mean, but whatever, who knows? They probably like got better magnets than we do and they just turn them around at us or something and Mars attacks or whatever movie you want to reference. But I mean, what's it going to take for people to just like understand that everybody... We're all people. We're all fucking people. We're just confused and and yeah, tribal because our because we're taught to be that way. But at some point, somebody's got to be the first one in the family that goes, 
I think I'm going to think a little different. And I'm going to teach my kids to think a little different. And I hope that my kids are smarter than me. And I'm not going to get mad at them when they are. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I know. Like, fuck. But, uh, I th- so. but I think I think with that being said, you hope your kids are smarter. I don't think being just smart makes you – it's not like just being very smart is the key to life, you know. No. I think I think being – having wisdom, and with, with age comes wisdom, honestly. I'm not saying that you can't be 20 years old and be very brilliant and be a scientist and graduate when you're 50, you know, high school when you're 50. Like there's people out there like that that – I probably couldn't even talk to because it'd be hard to carry a conversation with them. But um, I think with age, everybody kind of, you get some wisdom, you know, if you make it long enough. I'd say also, though, on the other side of that coin, like with age, you've had more years to be influenced by by everything around you. And so if you aren't careful, you can definitely <laughs> gain what you think is wisdom, but but you could be hurting yourself. That's why... You know, it's so fun to hear a little kid talk because, I mean, they might it's not, not be tainted. The, yeah, it's not tainted yet. You know, it's if oh man, I don't even want to reference Bill Cosby wherever he is in jail. Is he in or jail whatever. or is he dead? He's in jail for yeah, lots and lots of. Was he part of that Me Too takedown? I don't know what that is, but he was part of. If, if yeah, that, it was Me Too. If that was um, hashtag oh, Me Too, I don't know. It was a big movement. Oh, like women like need to be listened to and stuff. I have no idea. Yeah, it was a big movement. He, it was he got what he got charged with a bunch of sexual assault. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was he was. Uh, you don't want that on your record. Roofing girls and they're <laughs> oh, waking yeah, up. He, yeah, he with was. their clothes off and shit. Fucking on good move, Bill. The Cosby Show or who knows? So I on heard the uh, Cosby Show. I heard it was funny, uh, off topic, but I heard Chris Rock say a joke. He was getting interviewed by Stephen Colbert one night, and he said, "What's the world come to when?" Uh, Bill Cosby's in jail and Snoop Dogg's the number one pitch man on TV, you know, but no, hey, it's funny. What's but your take no, on this? I love hey. the, uh, the, the kids, you know, and his show, Kids Say the Darndest Things and whatever. It, it, that's corny, but yeah, kids are innocent and their questions are honest. And, 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 the, and it's funny because general, I mean, not generally, but sometimes, you know, they're so honest and such a, brutal. such a simple, brutal question that, the parents can't answer it honestly because because <laughs> it makes you feel like a piece of shit as a parent or whatever. Like, why did you do that, Dad? Okay, well, I'm not going to tell you that I'm a greedy son of a bitch, but uh, you got to try. I've had kids. a grudge on, at that guy for no. Okay, how am I going to say this? <laughs> you know, like and then maybe well, your dad's jealous. Oh man, no, I don't know how to say it. And just that, because and, and having kids also makes you more aware of what how your actions yeah it does and you, as your son grows your older, actions and he watches yeah your you actions as your as your son grows older you'll realize that especially when you're working on stuff with them like when it doesn't matter if you're working on a car or shovel in the driveway and the little kid says ah oh, damn it well there used to or be a, well yeah there used to be a time when you just maybe quit on something or you know, but you kind of push yourself a little further because you want him to see you complete stuff. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, honestly, you do because when you don't have kids and you're just by yourself or with your buddies, it's just kind of whatever. But now you're trying to teach somebody to finish something, so it makes you push yourself a little harder. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, even like my job. You know, I, there's a lot of times I don't want to be gone, but it's like I want to be home with my kids. But at the same time, I don't want my kids to see me. You know. I guess give up on something, you know. Yeah. 
No, I mean, I mean you're I, young enough. You can do. Uh, I mean, your job's a couple hours away from where you live, but I mean, you I'm can still do it young for enough to while. do it. Yeah, I mean, it's but no also, big deal. yeah, you're gonna start valuing the time when you know Cash Man's getting old enough that he plays hockey fucking seven times a week. Yeah, so Monday, Tuesday, and, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Other sports and and hunting, and you he'll be old enough to be driving a tractor on your farm pretty soon or whatever. But yeah, it's yeah. gonna be it, it. I you know it's. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, your goal has to be to get set up enough to farm with your kid, right? Oh, it'd be fun. You know? He's such a card to be your own, man. See? The kids say the darndest things, but yeah, I, I love that innocence of a child. And, oh, man, and he's I'm just, just going to have to try to be so careful as as my son gets older to, to, to not. I mean, I don't know how you can't. Just don't feed your, him negativity. Put, put your biases on him or whatever. I'll try, try to... Uh, Try to really not have any and try not convey them, but those kids are gonna pick. I mean, he's gonna pick up on anything and all the little shit you do. So, yeah, and you want to teach him to never give up on nothing. Yeah, and there once, you go. And you, and you know, because you know those guys too. That his dad left that shit half done there and there and there, and then you go to your buddy's house and you're like, God, he's got projects. Started it's a generational everywhere. thing. Man. Yeah, it's a generational thing. He's so got a little electrical just, motor tore apart. Just here like and your buddy, and you're like, damn, I wish he would just realize that he's just like his dad, and he could, he could be so much more. You know, if or he just do that last little that, inch, that last little inch. But he's always just saying, "Fuck him out. I'll do it tomorrow," because <laughs> that's what his dad did. So yep. that's like another example of just an obvious one of, you know, you don't. You Execution, should, man. You should ch- learn everything your parents can teach you and then just try to keep going after that because <laughs> hopefully they didn't give up. But I think a lot of a lot of adults do. They think, like, I got to adulthood, now I'm done learning. You're right. You're right. And you know what? <laughs> I, I think parents get burned out, too. Oh. I think they get burned out just from work. And, you know, I, I done work 10 hours today, you know, and I'm. You know, they I people, put food on the table yeah. now. Shut up. Yeah, mission no. accomplished yeah. for the day, you know. But <laughs> I, I'm I'm the same way too. I'll go home and just I will come home once in a while and just especially when it's just cold out and I'm just uh, winter times are over tough it. for me. Yeah, kinda over it. I just want to take a nap, you know. But I'm not like yelling at my kids and shit to shut up or something like that, you know. <laughs> you know that I mean, you know, I whatever. I I don't Well, do you that. can do like I, I go home and before I tell my wife that too. I've got a I've got a separate uh, detached garage with a little bar in it and a wood stove, and I'll tell my wife that, and she she kind of knows my routine now. That when I come home after work, she generally makes it home before me, and she'll make dinner or whatever, and you know get our son situated for the evening, and and I don't even come in and try to eat dinner and have a conversation most nights. Like I. I have to like decompress. I have to go. I go out to my bar for maybe half an hour, and I just make a fire in the wood stove, and I get that going. And uh, you know, I'll crack a beer or something, or I'll read a couple emails on my phone or something interesting to me, and just literally like you gotta decompress, man. Decompress for the day. And I, I guess my son's young enough that he isn't coming out there and going, "Oh, hey, Dad, you're home already." But beating, but he's in, beating yeah. nails into a stump. Yeah, he's inside. Uh, he's inside, so I can't just. That's a classic. And, and my you know, wife will say, "Are you coming in, or should I?" You know, I'll leave dinner out for you. I'm just like, just, just leave it out, please. I'll eat it when I come in. You know, and I, and I just have to do that. So, yeah, I suppose if you had two, three, four kids or whatever, ran a daycare or something, it'd be like, all right, everybody, out of my room right now. Dad needs an hour. No questions, no talking. And, well, I know one knows. thing. Depends I know one on thing. Your days too. If you're a dad, and you I'm gotta, a dad. 
if you're a dad and you got to leave for work, like for days at a time or whatever it may be, yeah. all I know is once your wife and kids get in the groove while you're gone, you don't just pop in and fuck up their groove. Yeah. Because it's hell to pay. Yeah. Like tomorrow morning, like, well, no, there's no school tomorrow for the kids because of COVID. I, I want to do this. Or I wanna, well, no, the thing of it is, a routine. the thing of it is, I'm right in the way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like in there, like, just asking dumb questions. And, you know, I just you're feel you're like, you're like my buddy that came back from, he was in, he sound like my buddy that came back from jail. And he's like, I thought that my daughter would just be like, boom, I'd be part of her life and whatever. But he goes, I didn't realize that. As I was gone, she was still functioning and, and had a, a life routine. and had a routine. And now I'm trying to just jam myself in it here and here and here. And it's messing up her routine. And I, yeah. he goes, I had, he struggled with it because she wasn't, you know, as friendly or whatever and hugging him and doing all the things that he wanted. And he's just like, I just had to realize that she did it without me life so, life kind of kicks in yeah just holy life. crap i'm gonna have to figure out where my little part fits in this family still yeah. and then and so then, in the yeah, mornings like i just slowly it slowly worked back in and work well, back in what i've been trying to do is get up early enough to go when i'm home here now hopefully i can be home a little more now but um what i've been trying to do is i try to go up to the coffee cho- coffee shop up there and catch the latest uh, jibber know, jabber from jibber the farmers j- Jibber jabber yeah. rain over there Yeah so I, I try to go in and catch it And talk a little smack And Where's then, the coffee shop? Nelson's up there Oh it's like Shout out to Nelson's um, yeah. Tiny little cafe in our little town They got home cooking Good old And home caramel cooking. rolls that are delicious And you can always get a hug When you go in there from mama Yep She'll always give you a hug Old Donna Yep and uh, so I've been trying to get in there And just get out of their way You know yep. Because really? this house we're rent, or staying at or renting, whatever, right now we're going to be out of there probably within three weeks. But um, back to our shop house. But um, there's only one bathroom. And right now I know that I'm just driving. <laughs> you are literally have to get out of there because they have their who goes first, who goes yeah. second, who goes third. And then dad goes just, and tries to take his 45-minute morning deuce. Or, yeah. Dude. <laughs> they're just like... No. You hit it right on the head with that, man. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I drink like two cups of coffee and I'm like, you need to get out right fucking now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get out of the bathroom. Like right now yeah. or I'll be out in the yard. All right. <laughs> the neighbors will not be happy. Yeah. So, so anyways, I try to just get ditch, ditch out. And then I come back after they leave for school and then I'll grab my computer and I'll go to work. Um but anyways, it's hard to get a routine going. And Reese just absolutely despises me in the mornings. Yeah. I mean, she just is like, I. Crabby when she with gets me, up. And yeah, with me, like, I'm, I don't know. I think I'm just, I don't know. It, it's just. How old's Reese? 11? Yeah, she'll yeah, be 12 here. So she's like a girl. Age, yeah. She's a woman, you know, it's like, she, I almost feel like I have a replicated version of my wife. Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. Well, you know what? She used to be like my little girl. Yeah, you know? and now she's starting to get that attitude. Well, definitely, man. <laughs> I think she chews me out more than I chew her out. <laughs> she was my little girl. But I take it, though, because I'd rather have her do it to me than anybody else. Yeah. You know? And I, I just... I like to communicate with my kids. Yeah, you I do like what you what's can, going on man. In their lives. I take the time when my wife goes, you... He pooped you doing the diaper. I go, yep, that's my job. I'll do you do remember the dirty your first diapers diaper change? Because 
because one day I won't get to do the, the dirty diapers, and it might not be the glorious work, but it's the glorious. It's my job. Do you remember the first diaper <laughs> change you did? No, no. So I, don't. I got a funny little story. So I was, we had just had Reese, and she was probably a month old, and we were. I was living down in the cities, down south of the Twin Cities, down by wherever. I don't know, down south of the city. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Well, it was like south though. It was like down by southern Otana. Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. And um. We, I was on a pipeline job, and I was welding out there, and we were busy. We were working six days a week. I think it was like t- 12 hours a day or whatever. And my wife, and at the time, just Reese came down, and she was pretty much a newborn, and I had a big, nice fifth-wheel camper. It was mm-hmm. really nice. This thing had like a huge living room, and it was big. I think I remember it. Yep, and um, you've been in there. I think old-timers hockey. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that thing was yeah, a fucking dude, castle. Yeah. Dude, I, so anyways. Um, it's more expensive than my house, Yeah, actually. I know, dude. So, anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, I know it is. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I, I don't. It I don't. Fucking was. I don't own it anymore. So, um, anyway, we were down on this lake, and Teal's, you know, had this baby. It was our first child, and she's been with this baby literally every single breath that baby's taken since the day she was born. And Teal's like, I just need to run up to the store. I just want. I just. She just. I got off work, and I was tired. Yep. And she's like, I just want to run up to the store, just hang out with her and ha- hold her and stuff, because I didn't. Me, you know, I was like, uh, you know, a I, gruff dad. I was, yeah, I was just a welder on the pipeline that, you know, whatever, you know, like I didn't know anything about taking care of children. And uh, so I was holding her and I'm like, God, she smells like shit, you know, like Teal was gone for like five minutes and 10 minutes went by and I'm like, what the fuck? I think she shit her pants. Yeah, I shouldn't <laughs> even be talking about this because we do I be do? embarrassed. What do know? I do? But, anyways, I'm like, I called Teal. I said, I think she pooped. And Teal's like, well, frickin' change her diaper. And I'm like... <laughs> How? They're like, why do I have to change a diaper with no supervision the first time? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... I shouldn't have to do this. Like, you don't learn how to it's weld. It's pretty self-explanatory, I know, dude, it? but Clean I didn't... Clean it up. Clean I, it up. So I freaking waited <laughs> till she got back. Oh, no. Yeah, dude. I felt like the shittiest parent ever. And Teal taught me then how to do it or yeah. whatever, you know? Because I didn't... Yeah. I didn't know, and yeah. it's not that I didn't care. It drove me nuts that she was sitting there with a full diaper. Yeah, but like, it, it, I just thought I could maybe somehow screw it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think you can with girls. You gotta like not. You got you gotta be careful. You, they, yeah, <laughs> they can get an infection or whatever. Yeah. You know, but but probably guys can too. I don't know. You I, know, our kid. You know, because he got his. Oh man, I don't know. That was a big, de- not big debate too. But you know, we we nipped the. The circumcision inches off yeah. for them, whatever that does. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you got to be careful, you know, with with your son too when you're. Changing it all depends on if he plans on getting in the adult entertainment business when he gets older. Yeah, or if he just <laughs> yeah wants it to be full size instead of American size. So, you know? so anyways, <laughs> the, I think Teal realized at that time, she's probably thought to herself, "I'm dealing with a true, with a true." Um, novice yeah novice and she probably thought i am alone in this battle here because she's probably thinking to herself he can't even you know looking back now like i you know it's just a diaper i yeah i actually did a lot of them after that you know and then cash was born and i did quite a few of his in the middle of the night and stuff but like you know my wife obviously i was a pipeline welder that was gone quite a bit and yeah. I did what I could when I was around. Life on the road. Yeah, I did when I when I when I would come home and stuff. I did what I could, but um, she's definitely teal is definitely a badass mom. Yeah. She's she can carry the weight and she's good at it. <laughs> you know, 
she she is man she is she's real good yeah um well she needs to be if you're calling her to ask what kind of green beans i'm surprised she didn't just check out on me right there dude (laughs) like with the diaper situation down in the cities Uh, i'm surprised she didn't just check out and say you're you know what dude yeah but that camper help (laughs) i don't know i don't know dude i don't know i couldn't imagine you know i was at work six days a week 10 hours a day i was gone you know i mean mama takes care of the kids yeah she was in she was in the nest in the nest you know some uh some relationships mom works too and uh nanny takes care of the kids i mean there's yeah. all sorts of ways to come up and be brought up and i never family I, dyma- dynamics in this in this day and age and i never dreamt in a hundred years that i would have the opportunity that's one thing that i really really liked about the pipeline yep was the opportunity for my wife to be a stay-at-home mom oh yeah um, i was really appreciative of that but you know what you made you made like mm, enough money for like probably five stay-at-home moms i know you know what i mean like it all just depends on it's all relative to your spending it is it is it is whatever you're 100 percent right so i i was telling my wife that the one day like um you know i don't i don't know my wife makes uh you know not a ton of money and and neither do i right now for sure i never have but i was trying to think and i said you know i mean if we do make if i pay myself or, or you know between the two of us if we make 60 grand or if i could get to sixty thousand dollars you can be a stay-at-home mom and she's like what she's like well i still want to work you exactly know? some I people want to want to be i said well that's fine i'm just saying like if we had to if you wanted to be home like we can make it work it's you not can. a lot of You're money 100 right but it's uh it's like two teachers <laughs> you know yeah, it's, it's all rel- i mean you're right it's all relative so yeah it depends on well you know are you gonna buy a new pickup every, every two year? years or every year or uh you know one pickup every 10 years drive used pickups i yeah, so it's it's all relative and you i've can, i've learned i've started i've since i stopped welding you know and i'm still involved in the oil and gas business but since i've stopped welding i've had to learn some hard lessons financially about just buying anything you want and it's i'm <laughs> still learning the, those big checks yeah. coming in and rolling in and yeah. rolling in and rolling, rolling in, in steady and i'm still just, learning yeah spend and spend and spend and yeah you hardly even notice but yeah all of a sudden yeah it's it's a tough it's a tough pill to swallow but i find myself doing that too like i well, I find myself trying to figure out, you know, what's a satisfactory amount of money to make. What would I be happy with, and how big do you got to get? And how much it all money depends do you on what you got to do to get that money, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not like murdering people or you know selling narcotics. I don't know what you mean. Like, what do you mean? No, like, I mean, I guess many? I should say is how much time do you have to? S- okay, so one yeah, thing. Yeah, what's the sacrifice? What's the trade off? Yeah. How much uh, man hours or time away or... And do you truly enjoy what you're doing to earn that money? So, yeah, we're, we live in a small town up in uh, the upper Midwest, Minnesota. And uh, I, I think I said it on an earlier podcast is that there's a lot of people, it seems like, that leave this town. They try to make a bunch of money, get a little nest egg, and then they come back. And they know they're just going to settle for like a quarter of what they used to make. But they just decide that they're willing to do it for the... For the slow paced lifestyle of this small town we've you know? we've talked about it before so, you got yeah, it depends on people's values and what you exactly want. it depends on what you value yeah what you value and so, you know yeah i mean you don't have to have a pool and a hot tub in your house 
maybe you just want to go to the city park with your kids every weekend or you know i mean you can do plenty of things for less money and find free things and go do you camp know what, do you know what drives me crazy i mean it's probably more personal to go camp in a tent with your kids than it is in a hundred thousand dollar rv you pull you know wow. it's like camping in the rv is like not dragging camping. your it's like yeah. dragging your living room with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> stupid wireless internet in the rv and <laughs> yeah. air conditioning and we're cooking steaks um so yeah, ain't one thing that drives me really crazy somewhere else this is kind of a this is kind of a one thing that drives me crazy is people talk about okay so they're like not as many people nowadays but you'd still hear it once in a while you're like I'm not going to put my kids in sports. It's or you know one sport or the other, whether it's hockey or basketball. You know it's expensive. It's, it's expensive. It's expensive. Um, I, I guess I heard that quite a bit. Yeah. You you can in, especially in a smaller town. Well, even in the bigger cities, it's, it is expensive to have them in hockey. Um, especially down in the Twin Cities, it's super expensive. But one thing I will say is, if you can do it, do it. If your kids want it, you know the kids have got to want to do it first of all. Your child. Second of all, yeah. Second of all, there's a lot of different things that you can give up in your life to make to make it happen for your kids. I'm not saying your whole, you know, income in life should revolve around your kids' sports either. That's that. I don't think that's feasible, and I don't think that's what you should teach your kids. But at the same time, like cash and hockey, hockey for example, like Heap actually plays way more than I did when I was his age, right? It doesn't even seem like that big of a deal to me, probably because I don't have to bring him to practice. Yeah. Teal does it all the time. But it just still doesn't seem like it's any kind of burden at all on my life. Yeah, you know mean, what I'm you saying? Make, you make enough money. You, you're you hearing it from... You remember hearing it because you were young when you heard it, and you hear it from a handful of parents that are either bitching for no reason just to bitch, and they actually have the money, or there is a couple on your team, for sure, that are struggling to do it because... I mean, yeah, for sure. I don't want to. A lot of them don't want to spend two hundred dollars on a hockey stick or seven hundred dollars on a pair of skates, or when that's or a mortgage thousand payment or and thousand. groceries for the month. You well, know what I mean? I know. Like, and, and we and I guess I should maybe stumble so back on that topic it's just a tough little bit because you haven't scraped for quite a few years. You know? I know. I and I'm. <laughs> I, you know. I, so I'm going to stumble back on that just a little bit, though. I did have a conversation with a. Um, with somebody a couple of weeks ago and they talked about even just a hockey trip to Fargo, okay, mm-hmm. or the cities for one child and it was girls hockey, not that it matters, but, yeah. um, and he said the trip can cost up to a $1,200, not including lost wages, Yeah, you know, because you got your hotels, your food, um, You've got, and that's extreme. That's that. Twelve it seems like quite a bit. I but, mean, but I, you've you'd got think so for three, four hundred bucks would be a good weekend. So but. one thing, like my father-in-law did, um, is he he's a he knows how to save money. He's mm-hmm. a pro. Um, I remember when my brother-in-laws were in youth hockey. Yep. He, I would go into the. We would go down and meet him in the cities, or you know, if I was working in the area, or I always tried to go to their hockey games. Whenever you're somewhere close yeah, enough and, to make and a drive. Yeah, and I would always go, and like they'd, he'd do the summer summer league stuff, you know, and stuff. And anyways, um, he would always have a crock pot with, and he would never go eat out, a, uh, eat out ever. Really? Ever. I bet you he has never ate out at a hockey tournament, ever. <laughs> so he brings Honest a crock pot into the hotel or whatever. Yeah, he'll bring smoked, whatever, smoked walleye. He's always, he, he's always got... He brings chili so and spaghetti. So he realized that's and literally your biggest expense is the parents yes. going out to the bars. And he would bring his own And the kids vodka, going out. And, you know? Yeah. 
Oh man. Yeah, he saved literally. Yeah, hang on your hotel room. Of dollars. You're paying for your hotel. Yes. Why don't you just hang out here and enjoy yourself? Eat spaghetti drink some, and drink some. Drink water. some food. Yeah. Eat the continental breakfast and stick an apple. A couple. Bring a couple apples up to your room and a couple yeah. bagels. Yeah. He. So he, you can go thrifty. He it's, was it's a pro for sure, but you can go and get sauced up with whoever else is there among the parents and, and spend buy a couple rounds of shots and yeah what it's it can be an expensive weekend for sure <laughs> and then the people are loving it and they're loving bitching about it at the same time <laughs> it's just it's just the fucking stupidity of a lot of those parents it, and the way he did it was i was so and impressed some of those parents kids suck so bad and the parents won't let them quit because they don't they want to quit party hanging to out with their friends for <laughs> that's not a fucking joke and their kids are like i don't want to play hockey anymore you're going like, to this you're we're, gonna hey you're gonna play to this tournament. <laughs> yeah you're gonna play one more year and then you tell me you don't like it again and yeah. i'll make you play one we more got, we gotta get that tournament in duluth we gotta get down to grandma's <laughs> it's always a good one yeah if we get down to duluth on lake superior we can yeah go to uh, that restaurant after grandma's you can quit i mean duluth you can quit <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i don't know it was funny i was uh over over the holidays, uh, I was with some family and listening to uh, a couple of brothers talk. And, you know, one talked about his son playing hockey and he's struggling. And, uh, you know, they had they, there was a game. There was a, the, the kid played a game that afternoon. And, you know, we were kind of having a conversation around the grill. And, you know, the, the dad was saying, you know, he's struggling, kind of struggling here, but doing all right here and struggling here. And. Finally, his brother chimed in and said, your kid needs to quit hockey. <laughs> you know, like, your kid needs to quit playing hockey. You just have to admit that he has absolutely no passion and he's not very good. You know, and he's just like, well, he, you know, he, he's he's doing good in this area and this area. It's like, no, he's not. You know he's not. <laughs> you know, admit it and buy him a guitar or whatever. Yeah. Whatever is Whatever your kid loves to do find what he's going to be great at because he this ain't it yeah you know and, and it sucks but at some age you do realize that and everybody does at some age and you hopefully know, uh, hopefully you realize it in time to have you know uh to pick up something else and, and build a passion for something else that you could be excellent at but yeah and i think i think as americans i'm gonna get back on this american thing go america. i think as i think as just regular americans here we've got it pretty nice in this country no matter we've got a lot of turmoil going on right now i think it's starting to simmer down a little bit now but we've got first world problems we do exactly so um what like else? your phone doesn't fucking charge yep it's like what yeah it's we do have a lot of first world Is problems that really an issue we put a lot of emphasis on what we're going to do when we grow up mm. on what our kids are going to do you know reese it, it's kind of you know she's always well i don't know what i'm going to do i'm like dude you're 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 11 years old right now mm. you're going to be 12 here in about a month like you might see something along the way here in the next eight years mm -hmm. that you are like i want to do this every day yeah. you know and that's what i want her to find you know something that she loves um you know and it took me probably 25 30 35 years to figure out what I wanted to do, you know. You figured it out. Now what do you want to do? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what's crazy? We had figure an out what so I wanted had, to do. I was going to say, I figured, th I thought I figured it out, you know, a couple times. I thought I maybe wanted to be a carpenter. Then I kind of got to where I knew 
Carpentry well, scares the me. The in and outs of that, and I was like, all right, you know, not, not really. And, yeah, kind of mastered another thing, mastered concrete, and it's like, but it's not really what I wanted to do. I love screen printing. I love I love having an apparel company. It gives me some freedom to do some other things. And, and also, be creative. Also be creative, and it just, as a kid, I remember a T-shirt, my first T-shirt shop I went to that had all these cool shirts with cool sayings, and I just, I loved that, so... Uh, I mean, I love what I do now, but I mean, there might be a time five years down the road where I'm like, oh, I've done this for 10 years and it's time for something else. I'm going to dig my feet in, my heels in and do something else. But, and that's cool. But also there's always other levels of you can advance in really what you're doing also, you know, you can, I could o- open another store, I guess, or, you know, expand my inventory or learn or a branch out into a, maybe or, a different, uh, get some embroidery equipment or something and learn to teach my, you know, teach myself that. But yeah, so it's not always one thing or finding one thing, but I mean, you can make a lot of money if you do one thing and do one thing well, but I don't know. You can still, it doesn't. All I know is if you find, if you find lots of random things, here's what I've learned. I'm going to tell you what I've learned. And I've probably said this before, but you know, when I was in the Marine Corps, you know, we were proud, we were Marines, you know, and I, I did the whole, you know, pretty much MARSOC thing, you know, Marine Special Forces. It was recon, sniper stuff. And I, I didn't dwell on that, though. Like, I wasn't like, okay, I've done this. This is it. This is this is the culmination of my life. You know, like, this is the peak. But some people do. Some people will never, well, I mean, just like winning a state hockey tournament or, right. so, or so, football tournament in high school. But I'm not geared that way. So, like, I got out of, I, I had a chance to reenlist and go to, over to MARSOC in Coronado, California, and and stay with uh you know some some pretty cool stuff but i was like you know what i've i've done this i still have a body left mm-hmm. you know like okay so i got out and i like went and pretty much my brother and i both with the help of a couple masters of the trade learned how to weld in a pretty old style which is stick welding and we we mastered that trade and uh became pretty prominent in yeah, the industry some and of the best, right? yeah and i had a guy i had a young welder about three years ago when i told him i wanted to you know move on to and master something else or move on you know farming i wanted to farm and i wanted yeah. to keep my i do want to stay in the pipeline business um but when you're 50 you'd like to be he, farming he, he looked at me and goes what a waste of a what do you say what a waste of talent. talent yeah that's what he told me and i almost got sick because i was like this isn't talent no, this is something training. that I've honed and honed and honed and had the self-discipline on every single weld I make to try to make it as perfect as I can. And I trained my brain to do that over the course of 15 years. And I had the discipline to never, ever settle for mediocrity, right? Yeah. And it, and, I, and eventually I became like... Uh, the best a, at what you well, did. Well, like a welding... One of my welding partners told me on a job, he goes, you literally weld the same speed every single day on every single weld because i train myself to weld that way i i just automatically it's probably a little bit of the marine corps instilled in me i no, want there's that repetition. no way to speed up right this there's, process right without right. without sacrificing without something exactly yeah. there's no so, way so when that kid said well what a waste of talent i'm like but if you think that that you, that you can naturally that's like naturally being a good bike rider you know what I'm saying? Nobody's a natural fucking bike rider. You know what I'm <laughs> you saying? You have to build some muscles and pound out <laughs> yes. miles. Yeah, you know. Before so, you can, yeah. 
so, getting a tour de France. Like, so like not just like when I decided that I wanted to take back on a little bit on actually being on the field, breathing, welding, smoke, and crouching, crawling around on my hands and knees. Dirt. Yeah, getting you know, sparks down Yeah, your neck. getting sparks in my eardrums. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I didn't like that criticism because he didn't know. He had just literally Passed got his journeyman test. welder card. So like, I'm like, dude, you just fucking wait. You know what I'm saying? Like, and number, number two is I've, there's one more thing that I wanted to do. You know, and I want to farm, you know, and, and uh, it's going to be a long road to get there. I know it is. And for my listeners that know me, you know, they know that it's, yeah, it's but definitely a long, tough road, you know. For sure. And, and you're stubborn enough to do it, but you have to be financially savvy. Oh, my to God. Figure it out also because you can't just slow and steady weld your way through running a right. farming business. You know but you know what's kind of right. cool about running a farming business is my mind has opened up so much to learn to respect other business owners as you're, like yourself and um, just people that have taken the risk or people that have taken the dive to do something other than just punch a clock. Yeah, it's 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 funny once you get once you jump over that line, it's not as scary as what people think, would think. Is what you think. Yeah, I'm like literally a little bit of more reading and a little more paperwork and and yeah, definitely a little a few more slips for your uh, accountant at tax time or whatever, but uh, just a little bit of uh, extra am- extra ambition effort. and and yeah, you can you can do some decent things if you just don't want to punch a clock, punch a clock and bitch about you know working overtime, which it's yep. the only time you make decent money, right? You and, know, you know, even uh, even my job that I took with the pipeline company I work for is um, taught me a lot. Even though even though I don't make as much, you know, in the checkbook. It's taught me a lot. I think the the knowledge the manager, that I, I yeah. now you've went from the field to, to the managerial end of it. Yeah, and it's. But I think what I've learned from my boss, from my owner, is more valuable than any monetary reimbursement, money wise. Yeah, I think what I've learned and the people I've gotten to know is way more valuable than money right now. Even though even though I'm, you know, just starting to farm and I'm you know having to, you know, find capital. You know, it, it's, it's a struggle every day, but I still feel like I'm knowledge doing ahead. Something. You're doing something. Definitely. And you're moving forward and you're progressing. And yeah, sometimes you probably stumble, but you got to, f- you at least have the balls to take a chance where you could stumble and try to figure out how to get out of it. And, and once you do get out of that, whatever scenario might be, you know, dragging somebody down in their business or, you know, for, I mean, when you do get through that, it's like, oh, damn, now I can handle that. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's it's just like anything. I mean, if you're <laughs> if you struggle to pop, speak in front of people, like you should ju- go join Toastmasters. Or what some is that? Toastmasters Club. I think it's just like it teaches you how to public speak. It's an adult uh, group that you want to join? I, I'd love to. I think they do it like Tuesday nights up here. Twice a month they do it up here in northern Minnesota between – couple of the small towns up here and really yeah and i don't know how they do it but yeah it just i used to make you stand up in front of people once a month or something and like give a speech i used to be scared i used to be scared to um you gotta you gotta blast outside your your comfort zone here and there yep i used to be scared you know like social anxiety you know i i used to be scared i don't know if it's the medicine i take or what but 
Um, <laughs> you know what medication or whatever? Yeah, I know what medicine is, but yeah. but anyways, you know, um, us all the medication you yeah. take or what? <laughs> huh? No, I'm not going to talk about it. But I I I've learned how to just be myself in front of crowds of people. Yeah, because that's what they want. So as listening, hey, it's funny how you, yeah, I don't know how you say that to just be yourself. And as we were sitting in the locker room last night, one of our buddies was telling a story about. When he was young and driving around in high school and 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 one of the girls they had one girl with them in the vehicle and and apparently they got cut off on a gravel road by some old man and he and he was looking for his daughter who he thought was partying with these kids and she wasn't even with him but he he got out and he he stopped him on a gravel road and he came up to the driver's window and when the kid rolled the window down he grabbed him by the shirt and shook the kid and <laughs> said where's my fucking daughter at you know and he's like no idea yeah, he's like i never met this guy before and whatever and, and i thought god i wish you know i wish when i was that age or you know when something like that happened to me that i just had the confidence to just crack that sucker right in the face and just well yeah pop him right in the nose even if you're only 17 and go who the fuck are you, old man? <laughs> you know, like, because he's not in the right. In, not in, at not all. In any way, shape, or form right there. I don't know where your daughter is. You should keep track Maybe of her. Maybe you, you should know? be able to tell me where your daughter is, Yeah, man. we're looking for her, too. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're looking for her. We haven't seen her since the party on two nights ago. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, dude, that is so... But, that is but you know what I mean? And you just don't have the confidence at, at that age, but... N- but now as an adult, I mean, I call myself an adult very loosely, but I've seen some young kids like as at the concrete company we work for, you know, we had some high school kids. And man, did I ever respect the ones that had a little bit of courage to stand up, you know, or they had to have enough pride, to, the pride that made them stand up to you when, or for themselves in some scenarios also made them t- hard workers. And so they kind of deserved to be able to speak up in those scenarios where, mm-hmm. where yeah, you can't just have a kid that just is, is a, just I, I cocks was, off to you. But I loved that they worked hard, and I respected them even at, like, 17. That they had confidence. And the confidence. I didn't have that, and I struggled. I mean, it took me until I was 30 years old to have a decent amount of confidence in, in myself. And, and so to see it in, in a young man like that age, it almost it's made impressive. me jealous. It was impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's like, damn, you got your shit together. I I didn't even think of trying to, like, make a truck payment. I was just told my dad I needed a vehicle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, so no, and, that's and, pretty neat. And one thing um, – even the guys that uh, work on the crew that we're, we got working right now, even I don't, I didn't realize until, you know, we kind of got our crew together and like, uh, I, they make me feel old. Yeah. You're even, getting old. Yeah. Because even like our foreman out there, the guy that's in charge, you know, is quite a bit younger than me. All right. But how old were you when you became a foreman? Probably his age, right? 20. His age. Yeah. Tw- in my late twenties. Yeah, late 20s. Yeah. And I remember thinking that when you had that huge freaking camper. Yeah. And being like, what does this guy do? How does Levi have so much? Well, he's a foreman on the pipeline. Like, well, how's he a foreman at fucking this I age? Guess. You know what I mean? How is he in charge of it? It's almost like, the, I guess, the you know, in, in that field. But you dug in and you want. Yeah. You, in, you, that, in that field, it's it. kind of like Vietnam. It's got a high attrition rate. So if you stick with it for five, eight years. You're gonna be find yourself in a leadership position, 
<laughs> I was wondering how that had to do with like Vietnam. Well, Five, eight years into Vietnam, everybody was like, everybody, be we <laughs> on we we've known for the whole time this was fucking stupid. <laughs> what are we? I no, forget no, no. what it's called. So I guess oh, I forget what it's called. And I listened to something the other day talking about how it's dangerous for governments to speak up or to like put up. Uh, sorry, it's just random. But you brought up Vietnam, and it was about kind of putting your foot in your own mouth, and that, and that that's what happened with Vietnam is that you know we got we sent the people there. So then once a few Americans had died. The government was not able to really admit that we shouldn't have fucking did this. Yeah, they so just had they, to go with it. Yeah. And they kept going with it. And they're like, fuck, man, we knew right away we shouldn't have been here. But they had, you know, too much pride. It was a doggone mess. I mean. I forget. There's a term for it. Uh, there's a term for that, for like getting yourself in a scenario where you're too arrogant to realize that you shouldn't be there or admit that you shouldn't be there and that it was a mistake because you think you shouldn't have made that mistake you know i'm too good to make that i have watched so so many crazy but yeah that was that was one was they referenced vietnam for that and yeah um real quick on vietnam if you ever get a chance drots just do a little bit of research i'm not justifying us being there at all i have no idea if we should have been there or not i really don't know no idea what yeah but but i will tell you this look it up um, for some reason, the French were in there, and they were heavily involved in Vietnam way before we were. And mm. for and that's how we got involved in it was because the French were there, and hmm. and they were the Vietnamese were just slaughtering the French, like they <laughs> just sure. demolished and they them. They slaughtered us, the Americans yeah. too. Didn't I mean, they? the French I mean. took a way bigger hit than us. I don't, that's why I don't understand. It's like, I guess the only thing I'm going to say on it, I'm not an anti-war guy, but so, I am going to say this, like, what part of... You should be an anti-war guy. I am anti-war. Even if you were in the military, you should not Anybody be. should be anti-war, really. <laughs> yeah. Everybody should be. So I'm not... I, so um, <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is what kind of leadership, now knowing what we all know now, I suppose the general public didn't have that knowledge back then, but I will say this. After watching the document documentaries and seeing what they did to the French and how they just decimated them, what were we thinking? That's all I want. I'd like to ask the president at that time. Dude, I don't think they knew what they were thinking. They just tried to napalm the whole freaking forest and hope they get more Vietnamese communists. than communists than Americans, but just douse everybody. And Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. It really messed up a lot of things. But that was, you know, and I hate to say it, there's a lot of, there, there's not a lot of Vietnam vets even left, you know, and... Well, how many years ago was it? Fi- well, it was, was in it the. It was from like the se- late 1950s to like the early 1970s. Oh, for real? Yeah, it was like it was like I think 14 f- year war. Well, technically, it was like 1964, I think. Okay. But it, we were in there in '58. We were actually in there with the French, ad- Kinda, advising well, them. Yeah. And then it just turned and turned and turned and turned, and pretty it's soon, like we, the war on terror, it just yeah. never stopped. We had, uh, I don't even know what we got going on overseas, though. We should look into that. What's One that? One day. Right now? When we do a pot. No, we'll just do some homework on it. We'll try to do a little. No, no, uh, no. I mean, what we got going on overseas, like, at the moment? Well, yeah, like, what we have for troops in Iraq, Afghanistan, and the Middle East. I don't know. They're just a garden, like, our last two oil wells over there or something. <laughs> you never see anything on them. No, I don't know. No, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Nobody I don't does. think there's anything besides probably, uh, 
I don't know. It's kind of shit like Three Kings or whatever. It's kind of eerily quiet. Stealing the gold out of the desert in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. ISIS, no one. Ice Cube and fucking George Clooney. All we see, all we've seen on the news for the last six months is COVID and freaking president stuff. (laughs) COVID and election. Yeah. COVID and election. They should probably get some. Donald Trump's getting uh, prosecuted right now. He's not going to testify. And so, what's going to happen if he doesn't testify? I don't think anything. I think. I mean. I just, I would just hope that he can't run for office again. I, it's why kind does it of a, matter? Why does it matter? Because he could he's potentially not gonna run, run for office. Yeah, he again. says he's going to try to be as he, much in politics as he possibly dude, can. Dude, he is, and he n- still is. He still has pull right How? now because the Republican Party still thinks that he does. They still give him credit. I was for listening. Something. I was it's listening to crazy. Fox. I was listening to Fox News today. They could they, just say, and "Fuck they Donald, the, we're over it." And, like, probably the Democrats would be like, thank you, let's move on. So what I so but what I listen nobody to, does. what I listen to do, I listen to the, they're doing a hearing on it. There was a yeah. Senate hearing committee. Yeah. And there was a lawyer up there. I could tell he was a lawyer. And he was giving his piece on why Trump should be impeached. And he said, uh, you know, we're doing it for, we're doing it for, um, you know, these officers that died at the Capitol and stuff. And, you know, I, I I think they're just doing it to make a point that, that one, one thing that really was really, really troubling to me or kind of disturbing was the way this lawyer portrayed the, this little attack or this coup on the on the Capitol. And you may not like this, but he said he said, I've had I've had Capitol policemen that served in Iraq and Afghanistan that said that this was more terrifying than that. You know what? I don't give a fuck. Well, I, don't, I don't care. It wasn't more terrifying than being a goddamn been a fire cook f- in a base. That that's never what I mean. But don't, don't, don't. Okay, so don't grandstand these <laughs> veterans. That's that's irritating. Well, no, I mean, so that's kind of irritating. But yeah, they it might have been because they might have went to. I mean, those all could be true facts. And you're the thing of it is, and you're just thing, saying not my experience. The thing of it is, I'm on board with with but. what they what happened was wrong. But don't grandstand veterans now that ter- saying that our capital turned into Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, people got trampled. It was chaos. I mean, it, 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 that shit happens in 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 countries that we think are are not America. Like, dude, in, we have had shit happening in this country. Not that's, at our capital. That's third dude. world for the last six years. Yeah, but it's not oh, fuck it's six years, twenty years, forever, forever. We have, man. I mean, I don't think. But here's here's the thing. I'm a man of principle. It's not covered on the news, and it isn't incited by our, the sitting president at the time. Here's the thing. I'm so. a man of principle, and my principle tells me that no matter what, violence should not be tolerated in any case. Especially, especially your own countrymen, but I don't care. Viol- unless you have to use violence to survive or protect other innocent people, mm-hmm. okay? Violence should never ever be tolerated. And I, I think there, I think this our American society, this society, and our culture has tolerated violence and essentially shitty behavior from all way, walks and cultures in this country for the last twenty years. And it's become the fucking norm. Twenty years, like I mean, I don't know why you get this date. Twenty years, I just think it's been forever. <laughs> like, well, yeah, so, as long as so, we've had this country, so and 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 been humans and humanity, like. So that so this guy brought up. Okay, so what he did is I listened to this lawyer yesterday, and he brought up. Um, it was during the hearing, and he brought up 
that there's been other po- political, not political, some, a lot of them were non-elected officials. They were like appointed. Mm-hmm. One was the Department of Defense uh, secretary back in the 40s or 50s. Mm-hmm. He actually worked some pretty shady shit with some vendors. Yeah. Like Lockheed Martin or something. And he did some really, really corrupt shit. And they, they went to impeach him. But he actually, he, it was clear, it was clear that he literally broke fucking laws. It was pretty much treason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what happened at that riot, the, I don't think they have enough evidence. I, 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 I don't think. I'm going to argue they do. I don't think they have. Here's the thing. It's going to be interesting to see this. Come here's the thing. Down. I don't think that they have enough en- evidence to say, because here's the thing. I don't, I, okay, so. I'll put it to you this way. If I'm working for somebody, right, and I'm loyal to them, like my boss. Yeah. And he and we do have a Christmas party, and he's all drunk, and he, ha- he has a speech because, or whatever. He, You know, I'm just saying hypothetically here that he gets us all riled up, and then we go and we fucking, you know, two hours later, we're all riled up, and, and he gets us, he does something to piss everybody off or whatever, like gets them riled up. And then we go in and just destroy the bar and flip the tables over and do like $50,000 yeah. worth of damage, Right. It's not his fault. It's the people that did it. People no, need to be held not, accountable. Dude, it's not. If he, if he, if he's the owner of the company that rented out the restaurant for the night for his Christmas party, and during his Christmas party, he stood on the table, fucking said, Everybody let's, trash, fight. let's trash this bitch. I paid for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then everybody just has at it and fucking has a party. But criminally, That's totally different. But criminally, so criminally the, speaking. The things that I heard was that 18 days before Donald Trump set up that rally, he, he tweeted and said, we're having a rally on the 6th, right? Boom. So they want to show it up if Donald Trump wasn't going to have a speech outside the Capitol or, or five blocks from the Capitol that day there's no reason to have a rally there's no reason for people to even be at the capitol that day except for that he had a rally during his speech he informed them like multiple times he said you know let's prove to them like he gave them direction he told them where to go he told them when to go he said let's go he said let's show them how strong we are i'll go with you and then Within an I, but, hour, within an hour of of the end of his speech, the you know the Capitol was getting seized and he was not there. And so then they're saying for like two hours and thirty eight minutes, nobody even could even get a hold of him or nobody knew where he was. The only thing that they've heard is that he was. The only thing they've heard is from people saying that he was enjoying himself watching it on TV. So and so they're saying, well. Wh- so that's kind of hearsay, but no, I got, it is. But there's I, no other argument because there's no other proof to, for him to be like, "Hey, I was in this room hiding, safe," and and you know I'll, he would just have to say something like, "I'm the president. So, they needed to keep me safe. I wasn't able to make a statement or command anybody." But he did. He he just has. So one so, other. There's so many different conflicting things that I hear like. So what, what when I listen to a Senate, I mean the only things that I'm listing is literally things that you can watch him say right. and do. Right, but when you look at evidence of evidence of guilt or whatever they call it, when you look at evidence, what they're doing is what lawyers are really good at, which is what these people are, is they're good at mixing hearsay with evidence 
mixing it together and making it and putting but a motive none of that's together, hearsay. right? Like none of what I told you is hearsay. It's all recorded and like why don't we know where why don't we know where he was and what he was doing during this thing? Well, how how what Nobody where do we think the was? where do we think the president was? I don't why, know, and man. Why I, does I don't it, why, know why it's not released. Number one who, is it's not relevant in his in his. It's not a, how was it? It's not a piece of evidence. He could have been in fucking. Well, I mean, the you're Bahamas. saying you're saying there should be somebody else that's gonna like make the call that uh, more national guard or something get, should get down there right no, away. I, what I'm saying is personal responsibility. Personal responsibility. People know the laws. If you break into a place and smash the door down, yeah. you're getting arrested. But not if not if you think that you're going to be on the right side in the end, that the president, you can't be on the wrong side because the president of the United States is the one telling you what to do. So we, this can't be the uh, bad. Well, they, it can't be what's bad for the country. It all depends on so what. So you don't think it it's illegal. You, they think they're so, being patriots. So I took a picture this the other day. You know, they're not being patriots. They are thinking that they I, are I, being so, patriots. So, okay. So let's just back up and what's. No, okay. Before I do this. So one thing that I thought about when I was driving today. Okay. I thought, and we got to end this podcast here shortly. But um, one thing that I thought about today was, and is. I thought about what they're doing right now. Okay. So the Democrats, essentially, I'll say the Democrats got elected in this election. Okay. So I'm like, you know me, I'm a pretty reasonable person. I'm like, okay, good enough. So we all go vote this next time and hopefully my party wins, you know, whoop de doo um, So one thing that you got to consider here is as soon as the Democrats got elected, they said, no, it's, it's time to unite. I think they're stirring a pot right now that's dangerous by doing this because what they're doing is they're they're not only did probably almost 15 or sorry 49% of Americans vote for Trump but now they want to basically delegitimize him now let's just just hear me out so now now they're claiming they want unity why they need to just put him in a room and say here leave it alone we need to move on. Like people, the nation was starting to heal, but now the news is covering this shit twenty four seven. See, I'm going to argue the diff- other side. Okay, I so, mean, so I don't no, think the nation I'm, was starting to so heal I'm gonna, at all. I'm going to just read a few quotes to you. No, I mean, I'm going to read them to you because they're what? real, and you need to hear them from who? From other people from the Democratic Party over the last four years. No, I don't. This has. I'm going to edit this out, dude. This has nothing to. What does, does this have to do it with does. anything? Joe Biden said, I'd, li- "I'd like opinions. to take Trump behind a barn and beat him." Yeah, that's. He great. said that. Yeah. What? When he was a standing president. Yeah. Okay, Cory Booker. That's not okay. A, that's, do you know who he is? What What is your point? What? Okay, no. Stop with Joe Biden's thing. What is wrong with that? I'd like to take him behind a, a barn and beat him. Yeah. That's in, that is inciting violence. With, it's no for difference who? for who. Where what rally was that at? And that's just a statement. I've I actually have seen the video of him saying it's that. It's just a statement. That's not saying everybody. Donald's over there. Everybody here. Let's go get Corey, him and beat Corey him. Cory Booker, Democrat. From he's a he's a he's in, I mean, he's in I'm the house. Punch holes in every one of these for you. I, I I dream of punching Trump in the face. That's a fucking Maxine statement. Maxine Waters, dude. another Democrat from California, harassed Trump staff and supporters in public and refused to serve them. So what? So what? What kind of reaction do you think a Republican would have to this type of that's narrative, not, dude? That's nothing. That's in. That's insulting to you. Are you fucking kidding me? What, Those are that, little statements by 
I mean, fuck, he's our president now, but I mean, that was a statement from Biden. He wasn't, I mean, he's a fucking citizen at this he point. He was not a citizen. He was a goddamn, he's been serving this country Elected for 46 official. years. Okay, but he's not inciting a right. He's just saying his opinion. Like, so, so, so they, all of a sudden, they want to call for peace because now they're in office. But before no, it was because, okay for them to incite because and, we were able to call for peace with Donald Trump in office. Nobody was able so, to but, say but anything back, with back, Donald Trump in but office. But back then it was okay to incite or encourage violent activities, uh, like that. Yes, I'm gonna. Was I'd that like okay? To, yeah. Well, like, I think like, that's like, look just at Maxine fine. Waters. This is insane that she said it. I saw it a year ago. No, and, I and, mean, it's and when not she said insane, it, dude. I just took a picture of this because I saw it. If, dude, if you are gonna, if you're gonna play this game, you're gonna have to go and pull all of Donald Trump's offensive quotes because you find the one time that Joe Biden said, "I'd like to punch Donald Trump in the face." Go find Donald Trump's thirty-eight plus thousand false, proven false, fucking statements. That doesn't matter if they're false. It's not violence, dude. So, yeah. so Maxine Waters, this Our is the worst. fucking sitting president. Barrett, who's been proven did, to have dude, lied over 38,000 statements in four years. How many is that a day? Here, here's another huge uh, Trump, or I'm sorry. All right. Listen to me. Just hear me out. I'm sure. I'm, I'm Hear, amending you got to hear me out. Dude, this is nothing. This is. This is I'm just. It, it's so freaking. Here's, here's the problem. No, this here's is the point a one sided. Here's, no, here's the point I'm getting at right now. <laughs> what you, you read, it, it, it doesn't The fact have a that point. you cannot put the shoe on the other foot and say that th it's not a little bit hypocritical dude, is embarrassing. Me right now. Because, it, you, dude, if for you to say that the Democrats have not incited <laughs> this type of behavior, <laughs> do you realize... Uh, we're talking about the insurrection at the Capitol. Yes, we not are. Not fucking four years of whatever anybody said, because you're going to find okay, so, lots okay. of shit. From so the you, Republican side, too. If you want to look through every senator and any representative from the Republican get, side for four years of their statements for the last four years, you're going to find so many, what, so many fucking random statements that, are, that aren't, don't agree with anything that you think is reasonable. And I for sure, there's going to be, I in have, four years, you're going to be able to find those statements from Democrats, too. But what we were fucking talking about was that Donald Trump set up a rally for January 6th. He fucking told the people where to go. Do you, he do told you, I mean, them what to do. Do you really? Fucking, do you really think? There, dude. There was there was like two thousand people there. Okay. What I mean. What do you mean? Do I really think that there was two thousand? There people was two thousand people there. Yeah. What is that? What's? I mean, do you really think that he thought he was going to do something? Yeah. Well, then. He, I mean, they did. The people did, and and. If there would have been 10,000 people, Donald Trump would have been more excited. If there would have been 100,000 people, he would have been more excited. There was only 2,000. So that's as I don't far know as it got. Many, I don't know how many people were so there, that's as, or, or that's as far as it got. I, I but apparently know. he was, that's what we're trying to get to the bottom of, is why wasn't he trying to stop this? Why did he throw gas on the fire and then not so let me ask do you anything this. about it? Instead of impeaching him right now, number one, okay, so here's, here's what I was getting at. Number one, instead of impeaching him right, right now, why don't the, why doesn't the president get his group of people together and fucking do what he was running on? Number what, one, what do you mean? What you, who's his group of people? To, he, well, his he's I mean, got the for, House and the Senate because 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 <laughs> the last thing that happened before he was president was that the former president. Tried to fucking steal it back. He tried. Yeah, he he wasn't doing it. I mean, that's just Dude, insane. 
Yeah, exactly. It's fucking insane. And I'm a, and I'm a Republican. It's insane. So I'm glad you can admit that that's insane that in this country, a sitting president would try to fucking... Anybody with a brain in their head would know that that wasn't going to happen. I don't think so, man. Even leading up to it, you were saying that. You were telling me I was a bunch saying, of the QAnon conspiracies. I was saying that there because was... Because the day after, you said, I can't believe that... You know, oh fuck! What was it that it didn't? You said I can't. Oh, there, I'm there, so there, happy there wasn't that like the an fucking, incident that the fucking uh, military didn't do what they were gonna do. And I said, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He said, and you told me that you know there was that, a big conspiracy. Yeah, so you were fucking. Yeah, I mean, you, you believed this shit brought, two fucking we three no, weeks I ago. I did dude. not do it. Don't try to paint me like that. Well, dude, you, I didn't believe it the day after you. If I you said, I can't believe that they... I'm, no, you didn't say, I can't believe. I said, you I'm said, happy. I'm happy that it didn't go like everybody was talking. It was gonna. And I didn't even know that narrative. I didn't even hear that narrative yet. Yeah. That, that, well, that, that, you got to realize that I read... That that shit was going to... That, that was potential, that there was going to overthrow the government. That shit doesn't come from nowhere. Somebody started that. Wow. And that started by the man that was at the fucking top. You think the my pillow guy got this from nowhere? You know he got it from somewhere. He didn't just come up with all this shit. Dude, I watch mainstream news, and I got it from there. Dude, mainstream news is getting sued for many billions of dollars for the, all the false statements that they propagated or I fucking put do. out there. Here's, here's another because problem. because here's they problem. are. Here's they another, should be held accountable for this also. Here's another problem with that. And so you I think the can, news stations have finally busted ties, obviously, with the president, who, especially after this coup. So, you know, it wasn't. I, here's my thing. Here, here's it wasn't what, it? I guess here. I guess my thing is <laughs> if, if the president wanted to wanted to. Number one is they, they need to actually get Dude. what they need to do. Listen, in my world, the world that I work in. If you want to accuse somebody of something, you know, whether it's malpractice, not malpractice, um, like, like shoddy work, listen to me. You got to have evidence. You got to have, you got to have evidence that Trump gave an order to the military to say, hey, we're not fucking doing this or we're not doing that. Like, well, you no, have the, to have evidence. Okay, but would the military ever make an action without getting an order? Would okay. they ever take an action without getting an order from a superior? Would they ever take action without getting an order? Yeah, like why would the military say we're gonna go and save the capital and without somebody going, hey, this it's your job to go do this? The guys aren't just gonna like grab their guns and start running for the no, capital. No, so, so so what we, right? need, we so need what we need evidence. Where of. was the fucking commander in chief that's supposed to go? Holy shit! Everybody that matters to this fucking government is right in there. Stop this right so, now. So, so one thing that we and need, he was not. He's no, like no. Mr. Burns so, and the fuck so from one, the Simpsons. Listen you know? to me. I think. <laughs> like, I, I think. I think inciting a group of a mob of. I mean, I think inciting a, a mob of um, deerlicks. Whatever number they one, are. Yeah. Number one is not an insurrection. In, insurrection is when you when you take control of the military and you take over your government. Okay, but. As I just said, dude, the day after this, you said, I'm glad that and I still the am. insurrection didn't happen because well, that would have been taking the military to do it, right? Well, Then yeah. it would have been an insurrection if the military yes, would have Yes, that's what I'm saying. Out. And you're saying- It's not an insurrection. It, it was a mob of fucking idiots that basically took his word out of context. 
They you didn't know, take it out of context. He didn't they say go down literally. there and kill a bunch of Capitol policemen either. He said go down there and show them how strong you are. He told them to go up there and peacefully protest. No, no, he didn't, dude. You have to you have to look at the statements of Don, what Donald Trump said at that speech or watch the speech. There, there is no way because he— Because I'll is, promise you he did not say it. He might have said go down there and peaceful protest at one point. I don't know. But I have watched I just, I Here's the thing. If, videos if, if a standing president really—here's the thing. you got to realize— if a standing, the president is in charge of the Marine Corps right now. He has night. He can send the Marine Corps anywhere he wants right now for ninety days without congressional support, right? If Donald Trump really wanted to do a military coup on everybody, he would have taken a Marine division and moved it into Washington D.C. without asking anybody. He could have done it. He's like a king at that point, and he could have took a coup on the government. This is not a coup. That's. I don't agree with you. I think that he should be criminally. I don't think that there would be a, any way that he would have been able to do no, that. No, I think like, yes, there is. It's legally he could have done it. So, so okay. So I'm going to back this I'm up. I'm going to say that no. somebody in the military would probably go, no, no. So the, I don't care, Donald. We're not doing it. No, I'm going to back right? this up. No. Or you think they would? You think they would just obey? You, you have to obey orders from the president of the United States. You, I don't know. In you're that you're case, sworn to uphold and defend. If it's it. to if if it's to if it's to take the country back like a like a dictator like. The Marine Corps is called the president's own. So let's back this so up. So they would. They so fucking would. What I'm hoping happens. Wow. One thing that, one thing that. Now, well, like def- you said, that's in, why you quit because the orders don't always make no, sense. No, they don't. On your side of things, okay. What they, what I want, what a person like me, a conservative, wants to see done, and probably, probably, a lot of people like me. From my, so you can see from my our point of view is. We do want to see an investigation done. I want the evidence to be seen. But I don't want some fucking dipshit lawyer in there to amp things up and tell me that it was worse than fucking Afghanistan and Iraq. I want the facts. I want fucking he facts. He didn't say that it is worse than Afghanistan and Iraq. He Did said, you hear him say it? He's, no, I heard the statement you told me like 20 minutes ago that he talked to a couple uh, officers that work at, for the Capitol Police that were in Afghanistan and Iraq and said that it that was more is terrifying, more terrifying than things they faced over there. So you're fucking leaving out the chunks of the story that you need to, but to but, try to prove but, your point. Because but here's the thing: like we, we said, you don't know what those two officers almost, saw for it's, battle. It's almost like, and for them to see maybe not much battle in Afghanistan and then come back and at their own fucking capital where they don't think they're ever going to have to do shit to have. Like That's some funny. fucking <laughs> guy all dressed up, with grab an American and flag, and start stabbing him with the fucking top so of the you're flag, right. dude. You're, I, I agree with you. Like, so, that's fucked up. So what whether I w- the people were crazy or not, they could have all came out of a fucking insane asylum. But Donald Trump pointed them and said, let's march to the fuck. He did that. So let me finish. So what I want to say is they need to find, they need to get to the bottom of it. Is what they need to do, and that's what they're trying to do, without a bunch of, without a bunch of monkey business. Though I, no, we just want to see the fucking facts. I think they're trying to lay them out there, but you can't watch the news. You have to watch the whole fucking hearing on C-SPAN. You can't watch the news at night and get the things. I and, watched it for about two hours the other I, day, and I watched. And I get sick of listening each to lawyer talk. I get sick of listening to the defense lawyers too, because they're full of shit too. <laughs> you know, he he can't the defense. Was Bruce something? Bruce Caster. He <coughs> complimented, dude. It was pretty comical because if you watch it, um, uh, the attorney for the uh, mm, Congress, 
or whatever came out and made a state made his first opening statement or something and then it's trump's defense attorneys and the guy came out and he's like well pretty much said like we didn't think they were going to take it as serious as they did and they made a really good argument and we had to change our whole strategy in the last five minutes pretty much so props to you guys for doing your homework we should have fucking did our home like in a general term is like what he said he like complimented multiple times the fucking his and so and it's like well it's it's just kind of comical but yeah it's tough because so we you can't ha- get your snippets of news from what you read on your phone when you're taking and, and a I shit don't, in the morning. And I don't listen. And and it's boring to listen to fucking four hours and who has four hours in I the afternoon and I, and the problem to watch me, the hearing. The problem with me, and I just thought about this today, is I don't listen long enough, right? So I don't listen for four hours. I listen no. for like 10 minutes. And yeah. then I'm like, fuck, I can't listen no more. Because yeah. you know how I am. I get ADD. But one, so I'm just going to finish off on a political thing with, I really... I want our freaking government to focus. Here's what I told somebody the other day. Give me a reason to vote for you. Mm -hmm. Give me a fucking reason to vote for you. I'm a conservative, but that doesn't mean I can't be. I'm not saying, okay, to all my Republican conservative friends out there, you and everybody should think this way. Give me a reason to vote for you. Give me a reason to want you to be the president of our country give me a reason i'll give you the chance so far it ain't looking good because all you've done so far is kill eleven thousand jobs and try to impeach president now i am still giving them the benefit of the doubt i i would like to see them i even though i'm not doing the covid vaccine i'm sick of hearing about it and i want the covid vaccine to be a normal thing that everybody can get okay i mean i mean i think everybody's sick of it but (laughs) So they, I, we where are they we at don't on have that? Where's, vaccines. where's their task force? Do they have a daily briefing on it? I haven't seen it. Number one, number two, and we, I would like to see that. Okay, if I could write a letter to the president, I'd say I'd like to see your task force and I'd like to see your daily briefing on it. But they're not doing. Did it. you ever feel like that about Donald Trump? They did a daily briefing. No, no. I mean, there was. They never had a, a daily plan, briefing dude. every day. Mike Pence was in charge of the task force. There was never a. Donald Trump and his administration never even came They're, up with a Biden's COVID plan. Biden's plan is identical to Donald Trump's. Okay, so number two is just read up on it. Honest to God, I'm, it's just I different can't wording. Agree with it, man. Donald Trump, they didn't have anything. They didn't even have a piece of he, paper dude, with a, a fucking scribble on it. Dude, Biden just got into office less than thirty days ago, and more than half of Americans have vaccines available right now. Yeah, because he bought a lot more right away, dude. The government didn't buy these vaccines. I don't know. Health what, insurance companies bought them. I don't know what you're reading and where you're. I mean, he yeah. Okay, he acquired, so, so he acquired so whatever num- number one, number three million two, number two, or one million. Number two, number two. Like I said, focus on what you ran on. Roll out your freaking your your freaking green initiative, brother. You know what I'm Dude, saying? Let's see it. With, they are, we're still Donald dealing Trump with Donald Trump. Has shit, anything to dude. do with? And Joe Biden has been rolling shit out. We're in an economic crisis right now, and they haven't done shit for the American people yet. Oh, dude, this is fucked. I don't know what I don't know what news you watch and and what's going. Okay, <laughs> I I see, I'm fucking totally lost right now. I don't know what's going on. Why you think Donald Trump had a fucking COVID plan at all? He, he did have a plan, I, dude. I don't seriously. I, mean, I I guess I don't know. I I. <laughs> 
I, in all the reading and research I've done, there was not one thing. They never briefed the incoming president or his they, they, and yeah. his staff on anything, it, and they didn't show him any plan that they ever had for COVID relief. Because once Biden actually stepped into office, they found out that there actually was never, ever one fucking bit of a plan. Is why they never released what their plan was for COVID relief. So, so, so you didn't, you you obviously didn't see the bills that they signed, like the like the economic relief bills that they signed, all the all the stuff that they did over the last year. I mean, I'm sure that I maybe my like what's for what was his all plan that, to get past it? Besides, it's gonna end when the election's over. You know, I, Donald I, I, Trump always said it was a fucking scam. It was a political scam. It's going to end on November 4th. When's the last time? It's going to end on November 4th. When did he say that? He said that in multiple interviews. I'll have to, okay. you know, we'll if have we're going we'll to have to look into that. Dude. We'll have to look into that. Dude, I'm just telling you. Okay, so I'm going to go back. This I, might I, be I, it, folks. No, no, no. Listen to me. I'm still, I'm looking. I'm not trying to call you out, Brats. Dude, this Don't just take it personal. Be it. I can't. So, so what I'm looking for I right now. I have to take it personal because I just like no. Listen it just to me. Blows my mind that I'm that waiting. Some are so. I watched. I watched. I don't I know watched. what to say. Like I'm so, trying to educate myself as much as I can with as much fucking okay, news from so as you, many sources as I can. So you got. I, so you got. So listen to me. You got to look at it through my point of view. You got a guy like me. I listened to. So I listen to what these people run on. I listen to Trump, and he's full of shit. Okay, so I listen to Biden, and he's essentially, he's doing the run of the mill. You know, I want to do the COVID. You know, I'm gonna, you know, essentially, I have a plan, and we're gonna we're gonna do this COVID thing, and he, you know, and so I'm like, okay, well, maybe he will. You know, maybe he does have a plan. You know, <clears throat> so I'm like, hopefully he does. You know, if he gets elected, um, and he he says, you know, we're gonna provide economic relief for all Americans. And we're going to get through this and we're going to work these new trade deals with these different countries. We're going to do this, 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 and this, and this. And I don't think this whole impeachment thing has anything to do with Joe Biden, number one. It really doesn't because he's not like he's standing on a throne going, if I can get rid of him, you know, kill him Dude, or chop, put him on there, a guillotine. He sits there and listens to everything. He, and I'm sure he's probably playing on his phone so. or something. But, um, <laughs> No, because because Dude, it really he's not playing on his phone. He's sitting in a fucking chair right behind the lawyers. The people that are sitting on their fucking phones are the guys up top. I mean, but, you can so watch not, videos of people in the house of the Republicans of Rubio, like literally flipping through fucking paperwork. His feet up on the chair in front of him. So like, so what I'm saying is, dude, if you're gonna say Biden's on his phone. He's not. No, I'm just saying. Not. I'm just There's saying. fucking multiple Republicans saying, that won't I, even pay attention to the fucking lawyers talking. I'm hoping. If you look at the fucking cameras from the. I'm hoping in, in it's his. It's fucking crazy. I'm just hoping. They in won't it. even watch the videos that are going on in the Capitol when Mike Pence is getting fucking rushed out through a back room with his family and how close Mike Pence was to this fucking mob, like literally one door. And on the other side, they're hanging. Or they're hanging, they're chanting, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence. And he fucking sneaks out the back two hours and fucking 13 minutes after they've already locked down the Capitol. It's they locked fucking, down the Capitol and he was still in there? Well, uh, uh, dude. I gotta walk, I gotta do some more research. He was. I haven't looked into this. They were all in the fucking two rooms in the basement, everybody. All, both fucking parties, like, talking about this shit, like... 
I can't believe this is actually happening. How can't you believe this is actually happening? Because everybody saw it fucking coming. Everybody knew this was going to happen. Okay. We talked about civil war for the last two fucking months. And so, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Luckily, that, luckily, it, luckily it wasn't. People from Congress were taking their pins off because they didn't want to be recognized as fucking Congress men and women or people of the House of Representatives if they just so happened to bump into somebody from the mob. They did not want to be fucking known. So both Republicans, you'd think that the people, the Republicans that were down for this would have been like opening the doors and going, come on in. But they weren't. They were terrified also. No, it I imagine they nuts. were. That's not the world they live in either. It's you know? fucking nuts. And there's video of this shit. And, and, and these fucking Republican senators are sitting there and they won't even lift their head up to look at the fucking 14-minute video that's being played in the fucking trial. They wouldn't even look okay, at it. It's so, crazy. Okay, you, so how hard do you have to sit and look at your fucking phone to not look up for 14 minutes of a fucking Okay, so I'm evidence. So, I want to go back oh, though. It's blowing Here, my here's mind. what I'm trying to do, Brats. You you everybody's getting wrapped around the axle about this. We what we could sit here and deliberate, not we, me and you. We're not going to. We will not do this in much longer. Uh-huh. We will do the podcast, but we're not we're not going to talk about this much longer. All I'm going to say is the president is a representative of the people. He needs he needs to charge ahead and focus on the problems that are facing Americans. I, I don't know if I'm he, not criticizing I don't know if Joe Biden him. has to sit there. I'm sure he has to sit there. I'm not being I wish criti- he wouldn't have to be part Dude, of the trial. I'm not and even he could fucking move I'm not America even, on. I'm not even being critical of him. I'm saying I'm I, if I could say to him right now help us. Not me. I, I I'm fine. But there is real Americans that voted for you, and there's yeah. Americans that didn't vote for you that we they don't even know what's going on here. They don't care. Yeah. All they know is they, they're eating mac and cheese tonight, and their kids yeah. are, they're not are starving. paying attention to politics or right. anything. So they need help. There is people that need help, and they got to have the focus to move forward. And they can let this Congress and Senate figure this shit out. I don't care. Yeah, I don't I, give a shit. It's just the... Okay, so the fact of the matter is, is, is some of the... I mean, pretty much the argument for Donald Trump and his side is that he's out. He's already out of office. What's the fucking point? Can't we move on? And the only point from the Democratic side is that you don't get a free pass. They want it to be. They you, want. You can't get a free January. Once you become a lame duck, you aren't allowed to do whatever you want without consequences. They want consequences, and I do you, understand and, that. And you can't, because because it could happen every presidency forever if if we don't set a precedent now and that during your lame duck, you can't fucking, you shouldn't be able to pull, like, any sort of crazy moves. You should pretty much just ease your fucking ass out. Yeah, and, 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 and one unless thing, there one, maybe is something really pressing in the country and, at the moment. And don't think that I haven't but, realized... Don't think that I haven't realized that what happened was Donald Trump took advantage of downtrodden people is what he did. I mean, it, it's it's not just him. It's the it's everybody that went along with him. But he was yeah. They took he was the ringleader of, of it. They took advantage of downtrodden Media people. Propagated it. People fucking took it on the internet and threw gas on it, and it fucking should have never done it. It inflamed our country. I listen. And I, it's, I and it's fucking nuts, Rod, man. I would. I would have. Ne- I just. I've never been passionate about politics until this fucking guy, man. And it just. Brats, just not. 
I, not here, here's what my thing. I ever wanted for here, here's, here's what you got to realize is people country. people that are unhappy with the government or like say it ever did come a time when you thought there needs to be an insurrection right like going to the capital and doing that is not what you would do i don't know <laughs> what you would do and i don't there's there's uh, this is the system right now apparently that we have in place so that this doesn't happen because because if he isn't held accountable, it can happen next time, and it can happen again, and it can happen any fucking time. But no, I, if and, he is, and I if did, he I, is held accountable, and he isn't allowed to run for office, that's all really that can get that I can come if, of this is that he won't be able to run for office again. I think if he ran, and if dude, it would be so disappointing to the he would he would dude. But here's the, the no, thing: the Republican Party hasn't busted from him yet. He's still got enough hold that he could. I wouldn't. That's even, what's dude, scary. Dude. I'm a Republican, and I wouldn't even vote. I'll tell you right now, he doesn't have my vote. I know, but <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of those. But I think there's a lot of those. I but he's do, got a fucking. He must still have enough solid following that. It's kind of crazy that that. We need know, a fresh. That, that, we need a fresh. That more Republicans aren't on board with. That was pretty fucked up. Is all they got to say. I know. We we need a fresh face, like on this side. You know. Yeah. So I I guess I've heard. Yeah, the Democratic side is is kind kind of in turmoil with the Republican side. But kind of the more I see it is is yeah, there are some extreme Democrats. But there's like fucking forty, like a way bigger majority of Republicans that are. are seem to be more extreme like the republican party seems less cohesive right now than the D democratic party like you know they what? don't know who a lot of them i think want to cut their ties with trump and just be like yo let's fucking move on he wasn't really what we needed and he didn't help our party can we come together but i think quite a few of them are just like trump's still the way and and so do that, you know what i think that's, is gonna, that's you an know, issue do you know what i think is going to happen and i've been thinking about this I think what's going to happen out of all this, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be some relationships forged between some of the um, underling Democrats and Republicans that are serving in the House and the Senate. I think there's going to be some... The less than uh, the people that aren't on the news all the time type yeah, of thing, you Yeah, I think there's going like... to be some relationships forged in this because they're going to be smart. Well, I think that literally as they were huddled, if you if you listen to the testimonies of of the senators and the members of, uh, you know, the House that were huddled together in in these rooms underneath Congress or on the West, whatever wing of of the Capitol, um, you know, they should have been forged down there when they were because it's kind of, I mean, the, the interviews I've seen are kind of comical because they kind of play on that and they say, you know, how was it to be stuck in pretty like an elevator with all the people you never want to be stuck in You're an elevator with time, right? and all of a sudden they're fucking scared too uh, and could it potentially forge relationships yeah i mean so yeah i think uh it, it would be hard to be one of the people down there saying trump still won right if you there were in that not, room you if right you were now, in that room you'd put your mask on right right now there should not be anybody that's an elected official right now there right now that's still arguing for trump won the election anybody that's <laughs> anybody that's even i think i think right now anybody that's not pushing pushing and pushing and pushing progressing past is is we're just damaging and dividing deeper we need to I just push think forward that I, 
I think everybody feels that way, but we just got to fucking put Donald Trump in a hole somewhere. Before, we can't. It's it's before he's able to jump back out he, again. I dude, he, that would he would be so damaging. It it just I. If you never heard a tweet, from, no, I mean, no, no, literally, no, no, no. if he fell in like a sinkhole tomorrow, he's got so much money that well, he's not that he rich. He doesn't have money, dude. He is broke. He yeah. will tell you that. I remember well before he was a president, watching in him. Walk on, I don't know, Good Morning America or something. Point at a homeless man in New York and say that he has—he is literally worth more than I am. I'm in so much debt, but I can't really fail. Like my businesses are too big, and I—you know, like He's, he was right. So he was anyway. right, but he—but he didn't have any cash flow. He didn't have—he wasn't in the green, and he's not in the green or the black or whatever you're supposed to we, be we, in, not the fucking red. We can't—we can't dwell on—we just can't dwell on that well it bugs me because so many people say you know he didn't take any money because when he was president he saved us that i'm like no what's the president's salary four hundred thousand dollars or something he got more he spent that much on fucking tea times at his golf courses every year so he literally made the money back just that way i mean oh you mean as far as as far as donald trump's fucking bank account his, his personal bank account his personal bank account you know he it's easy for him to say i'll give up four hundred thousand dollars i know what you're saying because he's it's gonna all, make one law that's gonna make him so much one tax benefit that's gonna make him so is, much more than four hundred thousand dollars thing to him, a guy like him and is, so a lot of people just said you know he's a businessman that that's why i'm glad he's in and i'm like yeah but you have to understand that he's a really bad businessman that started with a lot of money and is investigated he's been investigated for like 22 years on 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 his bad business dealings but he's got enough money that he that he can battle back pretty fucking hard that's why they're still tied up you know what i mean like yeah. he I, and it, it's hard to get the real truth i mean i'm not sticking up for him i've we've been i'm just taking those words that i no, heard I him don't, fucking say being being in business myself you know i just i just got an email from somebody here with a business dealing that you know i can't i'm not going to say too much about it but i will say that stuff can get so it, twisted it, it can yeah <laughs> and once you're in the business world it's kind of weird but here's and, the thing and, we, and we could easily pulls and tax here's the things thing. and we could easily make ourselves look like a victim all the time to these big rich company air quote big rich companies but the bottom line is you know you got some pride? Well, it's not pride. It's about being accountable for what you've done or what you haven't done, you know? I mean... I mean, but that has to go with pride a little bit, like well, being just accountable being, for it. Well, just You're willing a, to be accountable. For for your, mis, your, your shortcomings or something you did wrong or whatever, you know? It, you know, and whatever. I mean, anyways, the long and short of it all is I'm not... I don't want to argue about politics with you because that's not why we're doing this podcast, you know? Um... I I think I try to be the devil's advocate a little bit too I think I cut a little too deep with you, you know. Dude, and I just I fucking hate Donald Trump. I hated him when I, he ran when he had that fucking apprentice TV show. Can I he can was I, the most rudest person can I ever? Give, can I give you a, a piece of advice? Maybe. <laughs> you can give it. I'll try to fucking let it sink in. You just I think I think 
hating somebody, taking your time, I think it's just a waste of energy. Well, yeah, that's that's a fucking lie. I don't hate Donald Trump. I don't think that I hate anybody. Don't waste your energy. Uh, uh, hate literally takes physical thought and energy to put effort in to hate somebody. Just don't waste your energy. Cause but I, it's hard not to care about somebody when, when they're in your face all the time. So it's, you know, I could not watch the news and I could not care about what's going on in our country. But if I do... He's there. So in, there's no really way to, you know, I don't hate him, but I have to deal with him all the time. And I hate having to deal with with his shit all the time. It's it's the best thing ever. That, I mean, I didn't even have Twitter and stuff, and I was sick of him. I don't have I was don't sick have of hearing either. Donald Trump's tweets, and I don't even have Twitter. I never even saw one. But yeah. I heard... I heard about them all the time for four fucking years. What one thing that you know, one thing like, that's really a little bit disturbing too is, is the deep how deeply people hate Donald Trump. But it's it's kind of it's it's a little bit disturbing because those peop, same people that hate Donald Trump need to remember that there's a majority of voters in this country that voted for him. And even though they hate him that much, they need to try to understand why there's people that vote for Donald Trump and maybe try to realize why are these people voting for Donald Trump? Okay. What's making them do it? Like, and really, really think about the position that this country's in and why we're in this position. Well, all sorts of reasons, right? I mean, it might just be like, like my parents, definitely dislike Donald Trump and everything he stands for, but they are absolutely against abortion. So they don't care. That's the only thing they stand on and they don't care if he grabbed pussies or did anything or said anything. They I, will vote I, for I whatever, whatever, whatever person will be against abortion. I drove by. So that's it. So look, watch, look at this. Okay. So I drove by a place. I, mean, I was in my travels this week. And I drove by a place, right? It was like this. It looked just like this. It was like this. Right? It was on a carpet. So what I'm drawing out here is it says vote Trump, right? Yeah. So, so you know, I voted for Trump. I'll tell you straight up, okay? So you drove by a place that said vote Trump? Okay, but it, look, it looked like literally my son was out there with a spray paint rattle can, right? Yeah. You mean like on the side of a okay, field I'm just or they say, mowed it in the grass or gonna, something? Okay, so I'm going to just paint this picture for you because we got to do... I, I, I'm making fun of myself here, okay? So just hear me out. So pictures... I'm not going to tell you where I was, but I will tell you this was a trailer house, two of them. I parked cars in the yard, probably three, four of them, hoods open. Looked like mm. they weren't doing so hot financially, possibly. Mm -hmm. right? And I drive by and they got two signs and... One says you could barely, it was barely even fucking legible, mm -hmm. right? It said vote Trump on November 3rd, right? <laughs> and then there was another sign right next to it that I couldn't even read. Okay, something about Trump, right? And I'm thinking. Do you stop? <laughs> no, dude. I'm just thinking your place looks the same today <laughs> as it did in 2018, 16. How did his presidency benefit you at all? Not that be, you mean that scenario, that home. Yeah, so like, I'm, th I'm you, saying, how did you're your, not looking very good right now? I'm saying, did how did your, benefit you? So that's a lesson to be learned they, for all they of don't us, right? Care about, but people like that, they don't care about a benefit for them. 
They just want maybe less benefits for somebody else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I like, never thought about it that way. I, I don't care if he if he fucking I'm gives me good. an extra like, twenty dollars. They're satisfied a month. with being there. They're satisfied, happy with their life. I think that they're upper middle class, and that they're benefiting from his tax fucking benefits and shit. It's like and and, and you and, would really benefit way more from a from a Democratic president that did some more social help social programs like this in this scenario in a trailer house so in be, a trailer it'd court. be really fun you know i'm gonna close like, this dude uh, we gotta we gotta get off here because we're gonna get this podcast way too long but we are closing on a good note oof. because i'm actually we're having a productive conversation here i don't know it, this is productive, productive but this is productive listen Christ. to me brats you always get like this after we get in our army you gotta have the discipline dude. to hear me out so what i would like it's to do so hard to hear you out what i would you love read- to what I would love to do is I'd like I'd like to I'd like to talk to somebody. You like are that. like a guy that gets into fucking arguments on social media and shit. I bet like just a ah, one. I don't do fucking, it much. I like don't where do where you it can't much even anymore. get any reasonable point across. You just it's just for the point of arguing. It's, it's fucking it's, it's, crazy. It's called devil's advocate. Playing so, the devil's advocate. So, so what I'm saying about this is can't I, leave it. <laughs> I thought it was kind of ironic that I saw that, and I thought to myself, what. What? A, why would that person even vote? To be honest with you, and that's evil of me to think that. That's pretty evil of you to think that. I mean, they can vote for whatever they believe I, I, in. I, I do because I'm like, what? You think you have way more at stake during an an election than they do? Maybe not. Maybe I'm just. I thinking, mean, maybe you do, but maybe maybe you don't. Maybe. And then I thought. I, and then I thought to myself, you can barely even make a sign legible. You can barely even spell by the looks of it. I shouldn't be cutting these people down, but. What kind of image are you putting off the Trump voters right there? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, well, there's well, dude, a, It's not a question that Trump voters are, like, you can look at... Uh, it's going to be... I, I know it's going to be. Less I, educated. I, I know where but it's I mean, going. No, I, but I mean, Republicans in general are, are of the trades and not, less, not, col- less college degrees than Democrats. Democrats are supposed to be in the trades, though, too. Yeah, but Democrats are, are generally... Um, yeah, I don't know. More I mean, I looked at I looked at it once, like last tried, last year, of how who falls on what side, and like yeah, they portray I wanted probably to more at, college educated. I mean, not they portray like statistically, like, and I'm not. I'm a college dropout. That's a Democrat. So I'm I'm whatever on the fucking opposite end of it. But yeah, I mean, there's it's it's so you're gonna see more vote Trump spray paint rattle can signs like this. Then you are going to see in, you know, I hate to uh, in, say it, Brox. in uptown. I know you and I can argue, but in uptown he, in Minneapolis, that's an uppity, uppity liberal area. Here, here's, 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 I drive on the road and I, I've really, honestly, at that minute when I saw that, I really thought, I wish you'd have been with me because we'd have had a pretty good laugh. <laughs> I mean, there's still Trump. I, every day, every night when I go home, I turn at the Trump sign with the fucking American flag with the blue stripe on it. Uh, five miles south of town. Actually, last night after old timers, I did blow past it. I had to fucking hit reverse on the highway and look at it. Back her up and miss my turn. But so and then and then one other thing before we close, I still see that every day, and I think of seeing if my pickup can get across that snowfield ditch and plow that fucking sign over in the field over there. But I haven't done it yet. So I am. We're closing this on a good note. We. You got to realize, Bratz, that I am, yeah, I do play devil's advocate. A little bit. 
Yeah. But I just want to bring up some points here and there, you Dude, know? Dude, I just have to... I know it makes your brain hurt. No, just I just wish... I was a Democrat. I don't know. No, I don't know how hard it is for, for a Republican to watch, uh, you know, because I, I watch not news. I don't watch news. I listen to podcasts. No, I literally listen to podcasts. And one of them I listen to is it's called Pod Save America. And they were writers. They were speech writers and staffers. There's three of them that worked for Obama. So that right there is going to like flag them, flag you for listening to them. But I just like... They just seem to make such compelling, literally just right to the bones fucking statements that you can't even think past. Like, you know, this is what happened. This is literally what happened. This is literally what was said. This is what, this is how we feel. And, and it's, and they're like, I swear they, they're pulling facts. And so people would say, Ah, uh, that's news. They're skewing shit, and it's like uh, I really don't think they are. Not as much as they aren't owned by anybody. They aren't fucking hired by anybody. They started it on their own. They might have worked for Obama, but it has to be better. I mean, like the variety shows, like Jimmy Kimmel, fucking Stephen Colbert, and oh, I was Jimmy ask Fallon. You. That has to be literally more legitimate news than the news. And and if it <sighs> seems skewed one way. It's because it should be, because okay. they are only making fun of, you know, if 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 it was the other direction, they would make fun of it too. That's their jobs. They're a variety show. They're just gonna talk about what's funny to make at the time. Yeah, shit. what's funny at the time? Donald Trump was easy for them for four years because he did so much of it. Okay, but, so but also there are some bare bone shit that you have to try whittle down to, and I don't know why I care about politics so much in the last fucking year, but. I've like dug my teeth into this shit. And once you do and you look for facts and you start reading and you really like try put some effort into like at least an hour a day of trying to get to the bottom of what happened, then when you do watch the actual if you do click through or I try to fucking watch CNN or even I don't really try to watch Fox, but I will try even watch CNN and stuff and it's like yeah, these are just little snippets of actually, they're they're not the like whole almost story. like, like what are for say? sure no out of context. Yeah, they're definitely out of context. And but when you get to some of these things where it's an hour long podcast where they're going to dig into it, they're not going to waste their time. I mean, maybe maybe some would trying to pull it out of context, but I just feel like they're just fucking laying out facts for you to fucking see. And definitely they have opinions on them, but you but. When they lay the facts out like that, it's easy. I feel myself like it's easy to have an opinion on it. I feel, I just don't know how there could ever be. I don't know how I could get swayed to become defensive. To, no, yeah, to like defend Donald Trump. I don't know what argument would, if for myself in my own brain, would, I guess, I guess, would, would make it justifiably like I would feel like I was fucking lying to my wife. About cheating on her, just when like, you, or, or something like just trying to when you play tr trying to understand anything about Donald Trump being totally reasonable. So it's when when like, you, fuck, with, with like my train of thought, when when you look at things in reverse order, like like kind of devil's advocate the way I do it, um, 
What devil's I, advocate means you just say shit to start shit. Well, even though you don't even believe it, you just know that if you say it, it's going to start some shit. Because you can bring up points that are facts. Yeah, but to throw them into a conversation. Because when somebody's formed an opinion, essentially. Yeah, but generally the devil's advocate isn't throwing in facts. He's just throwing in like some hypothetical that, shit that's going to piss that person yeah. off and keep them going. I agree. There's no way in that okay. scenario that you're going to be able so to go. So can we back up just a second? This is fact. I want to back up just one second. Because they're not going to take it off the top so of your head. So who did you name off? Fact. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy, is it Jimmy Fallon? I just like, yeah, late no, no, night no, no. shows. I want to ask you about Jimmy a guy. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert. I want your Colbert, on a guy, dude. Stephen so Colbert, James Corden. Chill. Um. Do you, can you watch a guy for me and you, can you tell me just if you can laugh at him? Do me a favor. If you ever, if you can find it, so that Trevor Noah. Yeah. I love can Trevor you laugh Noah, at the him? daily show. Yeah. I don't, I don't laugh a lot at him. Because I can't he's laugh not, at him. He's not honestly funny. He's like, he hasn't been funny for quite a while because it's just been so serious. The daily show used to be Jon Stewart and he won like fucking 11 the only one Emmys out of all or of them, Oscars or whatever. When the, he stepped away, Stephen Colbert started winning them. The only one Noah that I tr truly like out of all the ones you mentioned, I absolutely can't stand Trevor Noah. I, I, Stephen Colbert, I, he's my favorite. Stephen Colbert, and look up John Oliver. I don't watch John Oliver, but he used to be the correspondent. Colbert's the man. For Stephen Colbert, John Oliver is even, even like fucking wittier. He's less controlled. He's got his own show. I mean, Colbert, I laughed, Col Colbert's great, but him. he's scripted, and, and he's got he great... Oh, he's got such great punchlines, but yeah, for sure. He's just... They write a script. Oh, yeah, you're They right. write a script for him, I and he's reading that. it, um, and goes along with it. He's a he's an actor, but I'm sure he believes most of those things, too. Um, he's not just making fun of conservatives, though. No, he, he, he goes all the way across everything. Donald Trump was just so easy for these shows to make fun of, because all they need is, like, three fucking little chunks and they filled I think up I their like, show i think i liked colbert because he, he a and lot of colbert his... used to be okay 10 years ago colbert was the republican he was the red the colbert report oh because then be they called. had and john stewart was yeah. blue he was the daily show literally stephen colbert had like this screaming eagle coming down and he was like yeah holding an american flag that. that he planted down yeah i'm gonna do some research on him tonight and he's just like dude he will level with you Every fucking time. I think I like him. We'll thing. level with you every time and just say, this is so obnoxious, however which way. He kind of makes you finish his jokes in your head, doesn't he? You kind of know what's coming, but yeah, he smacks you with the punchline also. Yeah. And John Oliver is, was a British citizen. He just actually got his American citizenship. Like, I don't know who he is. This year. He's funny, but he sounds British, so you might not be able to listen to him very good. Is it, why is that? Because uh, you don't like other accents like Trevor Noah and John Oliver and you know black people and uh, no, not that, but yeah, like uh, that <laughs> podcast that Shakir Verdantum, like you know What's Hidden that? Brain, and he's in. Oh, I didn't mind that guy. And you're like, I couldn't even listen to him. I couldn't listen to a whole thing because it takes too long. I couldn't for understand him to explain him. it. Yeah, couldn't understand him because, yeah, he's literally. Well, maybe because like, I didn't not, have a, I didn't have a good sound either. Like yeah. I didn't have good sound. I was in the tractor, dude. But yeah, John, like those guys, don't seem like they are scared to lose their job. 
if they say something wrong type. You know what I mean? Where if you're on Fox News and you say the wrong fucking thing or CNN or what C-SPAN or I don't know, fucking whatever they are, NBC, and you say the wrong thing, if you want to keep your job, you best come out tomorrow with a statement saying, I apologize. And these people are considered a variety show where they can so get away they can with- get away with spewing whatever they want and talking shit and bringing shit up that that these other I'd rather watch that though yeah would never even would never pass their back I'd rather room watch, and be approved that, to come out is that really what they're called as a variety show they're called a variety show still they're, like so they win uh, Emmys right it's TV is TVs Emmys yeah, Oscars yeah. is movies Tonys is plays do you watch them, quite a bit of them still then who's that like like the v- variety shows dude i watch stephen colbert every single day when i come here in the morning i watch for tw- it's like th- takes like 13 minutes to get through his monologue like the beginning of his show before he interviews people and so when i come so he calls people on too then yeah he has two interviews or one or two every night and so huh. he does like a little snippet and then he does he does a monologue then he does a chunk called meanwhile and then he does like one or two interviews, but his monologue is funny. It's just that's the shit you laugh at. That's the funny because he's doing jokes, the one-liners, the one-liners. Yeah, boom, boom, sh- like fucking serotonin going off in your brain. Boom, 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 laughing, and then yeah, then I don't care about. I the remember interviews. watching, but it takes him. like thirteen minutes, and it, and he just hits the biggest points like from the day before, and so it's funny, especially with the congressional hearings and stuff now. To is he busting I mean, on them too? Yeah, like the fucking. Uh, Trump's defense attorney talked for like 40 minutes and and most people were like I'm not really sure what he got what point he got to you know that that's where I got that line about him about Trump's defense yep. attorney saying that so many nice things about the fucking council that for could be part Congress. of his, that could be part of his tactic you know what I mean what's that just being nice or something, you know. Yeah, maybe. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Maybe. Like, hey, maybe, you know, maybe like, he's hey, the every, smartest fucking lawyer around. But everyone's cool. But you better know? odds are that um, he's not the smartest lawyer around. He's just the only one that would still defend Donald Trump because the rest know. of them have had. I mean, Rudy Giuliani's fighting his own lawsuits now for trying to defend Donald Trump. He's got 1.9 billion dollars. He's getting from who? sued for Dominion voting machines. Where is Dominion, and how can they sue people? Um, they can sue. They're suing him for slandering their company so vigorously that people think that that their company isn't legitimate when there was never any any evidence of voter fraud and that their machines were hacked or or anything. None of his fifty one lawsuits. So what if so none of his fifty one lawsuits were? Uh, not one of them was, or one uh, maybe one out of fifty one was moved on to the second stage and then was shut down but what do you so, mean the second stage i don't know you know the, fir- the first thing is they have to do an ad don't they do a petition they, well they, they must petition they must file the suit yeah and they file the a case, petition and if the court says you don't have justification to file they just dismiss the case so right how many like do they like have dismissed uh every single one 51 so 51 out of 51 lawsuits for thing, rudy giuliani one thing that it's kind of sketchy about why why is Dominion uh, this is going forever but and I don't want to get into a whole debate here but why is Dominion even I guess what I'm trying to say is 
Why do we have a private sector company controlling our elections? I think there's uh, they're not controlling our elections. They just no. I mean, like one, one fucking machine that like scans your thing not and contro- it spits out the back. So they're a third party, probably <laughs> government vendor. Government. I don't, I don't know what they are, but there's two there's two different vote companies that make voting machines. Have you looked and, into them at all? Done and, research? No, but uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take um, you know, the 51 judges that said that the cases aren't legitimate, like. All their law schooling and everything over all the research I can do before our next podcast. And they're, and they're judges appointed. You know what I mean? They're judges appointed by Donald. Several over the course of several. <laughs> like presidents. many of them were. No, no, no. Donald like cleaned house and fucking appointed many of these. Many, many yep. of them. So they know what's legal and what's not. Well, it's just funny because literally being appointed like kicked. Their predecessors were fired, and these were well, you supposed, can't fire judges. supposedly they were replaced, replaced, but not one replaced with a Democratic leaning. Uh, and you're not supposed to be able to pick which way a judge leans, like I just Amy Coney that. Barrett or I just whatever. Got told that the other night, but you can literally look at their records and see exactly how they're gonna fucking vote or 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 make judgments. Make judgments. I mean. It should be like the most transparent thing because every case is public. And so, yeah, it was just comical that that was another thing that Donald Trump had tried to kind of stack every court he could appoint a judge to. And that even conservative leaning judges, yeah, conservative leaning judges. And that, and then even they were just like, I can't, no, no way that we're not we can, doing this. We're not doing, we're not going, they're not going to hear path. it, right? They're not going to yeah, hear so it. So, Rudy Giuliani kind of fucking, you know. Don't you remember Rudy Giuliani is like the hero of fucking 9-11 in New York? Yeah. Like he fucking saved, not saved, but he was the fucking mayor of New York Kinda City Kind of got him back on their feet. Dude, they made a movie, like a Hollywood blockbuster called Rudy. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that was that movie about that guy in freaking Notre Dame. That was, fuck. Maybe it's called Giuliani <laughs> or something. It's called something. Giuliani it's or called something. It's called like the Rudy Giuliani story or something. <laughs> and so he went from that to kind of like the laughing stock. And now he doesn't, now he defended Trump so much. He's and, delegitimized and they broke himself up. a little bit. Yeah, but he's getting sued by this company. And so he's that was another Colbert joke that he's either going to have to come up with this $1.3 billion or learn how to win a case because his last 51 he fucking lost. So essentially they're probably, <laughs> you know, Dominion's probably suing him for losses and damages. Yeah, damages to their well, it'd be, reputation it'd be their, it'd be their and their legal, company, right? Well, they're legal costs just no just, yeah maybe yeah, legal costs well i don't know what they had for legal costs but well yeah he literally gotta, slandered their name on public fucking tv long enough that that is a crime and i th- and, you know i think if like, dominion made really, a company i look think so bad i think if dominion really wanted to do something instead of suing giuliani they i mean obviously if they have legal costs accrued they should probably get them back but number two is they should prove to the american people that they are what they say they are I think, the, I mean, the 51 cases did. Uh, all, I, I, the, all the invest. I think that the American people have to take that all the investigations that went on for like two months when this voter fraud was being claimed that, I mean, literally Donald tried, like he spent millions of dollars trying to get these cases well, and I'm sure in, you, in Wisconsin and, and Michigan. And, and you know what? I think if you looked hard Arizona enough. Arizona to try. I think if you looked hard enough, you could find that they did essentially audits on Dominion, I'd imagine. I'm well, sure they did. I, I think and, they you know, looked maybe, into everything. I think all the, those were look, looked into. Maybe this and, is... And they just said... And they looked from state to state. When he, As he filed 
in this state and in this state and in this state. Maybe. And they just said no, no, no. I, I can't do any research on it because you get you run into so much shit on the internet that you just can't do it. But it's I'm going to do research. So at some point, I'm going to go ahead and assume that they audit, <laughs> audit them. We have to take. I mean, uh, as skeptical as you want to be, and as uh, many conspiracies as I'm skeptical any, of our as, system, as but that anybody was, wants to believe in, like you have to, at some point, just have a little faith in the. In, in the, the rest system. of in the system. In our system, if you're going fucking skydiving, you go in a two man system right away. You best have a little faith that that guy has done a little well, research and, and has done a few dives and knows dude, when to pull the fucking parachute. Do judges? You know, judges, so judges are in place. They've spent their lives going to law school and trying it's, to fucking keep their own reputations at a peak. Creden- like, credentials aside, judges are in place to protect the American people. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're happy that Donald appointed him to that position, but not willing to sell out. Well, they have to the uphold, position that they just fucking got. They have to uphold you know? the constitution. So, That's yeah. their, they have to uphold the constitution. That's what they got to do. I just, I thought we'd be done with fucking Donald, like well, January fucking fifteenth or whatever. But okay, so so dangling let's, on there. We're not going to recap anything, but we are, what we are going to mention here before we go off is um, let's, let's try to get something lined up with our scientist friend. Yeah, we're going to talk about, we're going to get back off. We're going to get on track. Off, I don't know. We're Fuck, going to get on track. This still going to go on. This, this, no, it's uh, not. No, I mean, the, the, I want to talk, I'll talk about Donald Trump's trial next week also, because it's still going to be going on. Oh, my I God. I can't wait for it to be done. How long do you think it'll go on? It's not I a think trial, it, by the no, way. No, I mean, I think it has to be, I think it'll be quick. I think it, like it, within a week and a half, a like, it'll be trial, done. So yeah. you're right. Um, it should be done, but yeah. So let's, let's talk, um. We're gonna get. Hopefully, we can get Talk our friend energy. On. It'd be great. Um, Better energy solutions. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, we'll get our. Hopefully, we can get our friend on. We're gonna line something up. If we have to do it one this Sunday, we will. That'd um, be great. And out. then we can do like a uh, kind of a more of a science slash, um, you know, energy themed conversation. I think. Yeah, fuck man. I'm the green energy. You're the oil man. I am not. Let's talk. Let's talk I'm to a guy energy. that has. I'm the green energy, you're the oil man. What did I say, it backwards? Fuck. No, I know, but I'm not just an oil man, for God's sakes. Oh, fuck, man. I'm you're going like Daniel Day-Lewis, man. Who the hell Fucking is that? There will be blood. Oh, my God, know? dude. Yeah, I just killed three men this week. Fuck, let's see how you say I eat from your something. <laughs> Drink blood from your skull, is oh, it like I that? I eat from your pie, or I don't know. Oh, Daniel shit, Day man, I ain't no oil man. I'm just a regular dude. speculator, but... Yeah. Well, no, isn't, is, he is a regular dude, but yeah. we're going to talk to... Uh, yeah, we're going to try to get somebody on here that's going to educate us a little bit about... I don't know, or maybe just put some crazy thoughts in our head about... That's what we want. About where our energy consumption could come from and go to and be supplied from in the future, so... Oh man, that was a that was a fucking emotional one. I didn't push I the desk it. over, or rip anything off the wall. I'm satisfied. Oh, I'm happy too. We're good. <sighs> We're good. Therapy. Deep breaths, man. Oh no, this was. It's therapy. colder than shit. Oh, Maybe this is that. therapy for my patients. Yeah, it's teaching me patience. Fucking a, but all right. <laughs> for what till, is it? Hey, February eleventh. You wait till your son gets older. You're going to have the oh, same goddamn man, argument. dude. My son isn't going to fucking... 
You'll right. be arguing. My son later. isn't going to argue like Levi. I'm going to teach him that. You don't be as stubborn <laughs> as fucking Levi. You remember Levi? Yeah. Oh, fucking shit. A. So, anyway, whatever. We Everyone made it through another one. one. Fucking February 11th, everybody. Hope you're looking forward to Valentine's Day and, you know, be peaceful to one another out there. We'll be back with you next week.